All right, what's going on, guys? Oh, dogs. What's going on, guys? Uh, I'm Christian with the uh, Lay and Pray podcast. I've got my buddy Trenton, my buddy Jeffrey. Uh, Hello. I'm, I'm coming to you live from my home studio in Fairbanks, Alaska. Trenton, you're out in Cali. Jeffrey, Montana. Um, so just a little bit of a, uh, I guess, background and backstory for me. Uh, never competed in combat sports always been a fan i was a wrestler in high school and that's about the extent of that started watching ufc and paying attention to mixed martial arts around ufc 97 when uh the main event was uh talos latez versus anderson silva and chuck liddell got knocked the fuck out by mauricio shogun hua so yeah that's that's the extent of uh my background i've never competed in mixed martial arts always wanted to never have um trend i don't know if you want to give a little bit of background or jeffrey and then uh yeah that's it for me yeah i'll give it a go um my name's trenton uh like huna said i am from california my little bit of background that i have is i wrestled through high school as well um i did have one amateur mma fight and one by decision. And then um, the MMA scene kind of around our hometown and the teams and stuff kind of fell apart. So I just never continued to pursue that. There was no like real local gyms around here that I could have went to or anything like that without traveling. And, and I also started a family and stuff like that. So it kind of just fell through. Um, I started watching the UFC. I'm trying to think back to my first fight that I remember. And I think the first one that I remember seeing was Matt Hughes versus Frank Trigg, I think, back in the day or one or two. I <laughs> yeah, think it was yeah. it was I think it was the I don't remember which one it was. It was the one where Matt Hughes picked him up and ran him across. That was the, the second cage. one. Yeah, yep. the second one. Yeah. I think that might have been the, that might have been my first memory of like actually getting into the UFC. And then uh, I've been watching pretty consistently ever since. So um a huge fan here and uh it's my favorite sport to watch so sweet i'll pass it on to jeffrey yeah uh not much to say guys i'm out here in montana but i'm originally from california um i wrestled throughout high school uh for sure a better better wrestler than trenton uh without a doubt, <laughs> without a doubt. uh uh do a little bjj on the side uh nothing special um and then uh modern army combatives so uh, I'm pretty much a fucking black belt, dude. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, so yeah, that's it, man. Big UFC fan. I think the first fight that I ever watched uh, was when Vitor fucking ran across the cage in his fucking lit wrestling shoes. Yeah, lit him up. So I think that was it. Yeah, I think that was the best. I think that was the first fight I ever watched. Uh, but I've been watching pretty consistently um, since then. So yeah, big fan. Um, excited to be here with you guys. Cool. Awesome. All right. So, uh, I mean, one of the biggest things that we're going to be discussing is the upcoming fight card, uh, UFC 263, headlined by uh, Israel Adesanya and uh, Marvin Vittori. But we got a couple other things to discuss just with combat sports around the world, uh, specifically in the United States with the Paul brothers. Um, Obviously, I, that's not mixed martial arts, but it's still combat sports, and it's one of the big talking points right now. Um, 
So I guess one of the big things is we got Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. That just ended. I don't know if you guys watched that at all. I did not. I watched highlights of it, but I did not watch it. I was bowling instead. Um, but based on the highlights that I watched, probably a good choice. Yeah. Uh, well, my <laughs> biggest thing is like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pay for that shit. Yeah. Like I don't want to watch. I don't want if I'm gonna watch a circus show, I'm gonna go to the circus. I'm not gonna go watch fucking uh, uh, celebrity fight one of the greatest boxers of all time. Um. And honestly, I think even with the size difference, like a 35 pound, almost 40 pound difference, like I still think Floyd should knock him out or TKO him. But Floyd's Floyd's not known for his knockout power. He never really was. Yeah. He's a knock the fuck out of Ricky Hatton. Yeah, but that was also in his prime. Yeah, I know. And just he's probably the greatest defensive fighter of all time i don't even think there's even an argument no that, there's really. not same but same. but you know he's not known for his knockouts and this guy logan paul was owen one but he is huge yeah and he came in shape yeah and to his credit i mean he went the eight rounds and, he did something uh, conor mcgregor didn't do even though conor yes, and him were 12 round but Connor looked better. Yeah. Connor looked better. Connor was That's because he was more a boxer. more competitive, in my opinion. And the only difference was is that Connor gassed and he's he's a smaller he's a smaller yeah. guy than Logan by far. You know, oh, yeah. like, by 35 or 40 so, pounds. Yeah. So in my opinion, I mean Logan survived and I thought he did well, but like it didn't look good. He didn't no. look like a seasoned fighter or no. a boxer by any means whatsoever. And I think in the first round, at the end of the first round, was like pretty much the only success he had when he bull rushed. Yeah, we bull rushed. And, that's literally that's like and, the highlight and that, that I watched of his. Yeah, and then like even on top of that, like his combinations looked very amateur and yeah, very they were fucking wide. I mean, yeah. yeah. And that was just Mayweather let that happen for yeah. one. I mean, for, he, I don't know if he could have stopped it because of the size, but he he let it happen to see his speed, yeah. to see his power, and all that. So like that wasn't even he he wasn't even a threat at that point. He was just like, oh, and I think after that Mayweather was like, okay, this is ridiculous, you and, know, like yeah. Well, and one thing that I do want to say, like to preface all this stuff, like even though it's a circus show, like I like to me personally like it doesn't change the fact that i still think like jake and logan are fucking smart as shit oh like, yeah 100 yeah because who in their right mind would be like if you walked up to me and you're like hey you might you want to make 20 million dollars i'd be like uh doing what and they're like fighting flight mayweather i'd be like uh sure why not <laughs> like <laughs> I, I guess or hey you want to yeah, make 20 the- you want to make uh you know five hundred thousand dollars or whatever ben Askren made to fight logan you know, yeah. like, yeah, you want to, you want to make that much money? It'd be like, uh, yeah, what do I have to do? And they're like, uh, go in there and get one hitter quitter, uh, and go <laughs> fucking fall on your face. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I think if you ask me, yeah, it is a fucking, it's a little, look, here's the deal. I ain't paying for that shit neither. Right. Yeah. But I watched the shit out of it. And I think this is a, I think this is a win for everybody. And the reason I say that is 
is first of all, it brings eyes back to boxing, right? Yeah. Like that's the big thing because everybody, I think everybody knows here in this scene that uh, mixed martial arts has kind of taken over, you know, the combat sports scene and boxing fell by the wayside. You need something important. You need something exciting or you need something that's going to appeal to the lower co- or the, the lower uh, age brackets. You know what yeah, I mean? Big time. So I think that's a win. Uh, Logan Paul made 20 mil win. Yeah. What Floyd made, oh. Mayweather make? Like, 120, what? 120 yeah. mil. Yeah. Fucking win, you yeah. know? And not only that, like, let's be real. Like, uh, yeah, Logan Paul didn't look good and he was much bigger, but I mean, he survived fucking Floyd Mayweather and Floyd Mayweather was throwing some shit for a little bit. I'm yeah. not saying that he was Ricky Hadley in it and shit, you know, but he was, he was throwing some combos and stuff and he was pre- he was pressing that fight after the third round pretty consistently. Yeah. Now, here's where here's where I say, yeah, Floyd Mayweather might have come off looking like shit. He's 44? 44, yeah. 44, right? Dude's on now, the tail end of his yeah. career by now, a long shot. <laughs> now, also, keep in mind that my man just made $100 million, right? If you knock Paul out, if you make it, if you make this a one-sided affair, you know what you don't get? A rematch? Other opportunities to make a hundred million dollars. <laughs> a like rematch. You know? So that's my thing. Like it is what I expected it to be, boring and stuff like that. Yeah. But kudos to Jake Paul. Kudos to fucking Floyd Mayweather for 40 44 years old. Imagine Floyd Mayweather gets knocked out by Logan Paul. I know. You know, mm. it's the it's it's so damaging for him. So kudos to, to everybody involved. Especially, but, especially in a uh what do you call it? Like a exhibition exhibition match. fight. Well, that's, Where, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Well, and yeah. the thing, here's another thing that frustrates me, which kind of ties into our next part where it's, we're going to, or what I'd like to talk about is also Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley, because that is official. That's officially going to happen, but you have Jake Paul on, on Twitter going, my brother just defeated the greatest boxer of all time, 50 and one and all this other stuff. And it's like, obviously it's, a load of shit. There's no well, way. Well, that's just like your opinion, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, but there's no refs or there's no, um, there's no scoring. judges. Yeah, yeah. There's no judges to be like, okay, this is what it was. Cause I guarantee you on most of those fight cards, it was, you know, 10, nine. Oh yeah. And also, I don't know if this actually happened. It's just something that I saw. And obviously everything we see on the internet isn't real. Doesn't mean it's real. But they were in, like, they were tied up in, like, dirty boxing. And Floyd hit him, like, right behind the ear and was, like, holding his ass up. And it looked like he would, if Floyd wasn't holding him up, he would have just dropped. And He landed uh, some clean shots. Yeah, but that's why I was, like, so, you know, is he, like, what's the premise of this? Like, unless he was actually just leaning on him because he was tired. Or, yeah, I don't I don't buy into that theory, dude. I, I watched I, it over. I watched it over and I, I just I don't buy that shit. Yeah. You know? I think it's one of those things. It's it's something that people do to create Twitter drama. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. You know? I agree. Yeah. So but, uh yeah. I think so, he's a big dude with a decent chin and he didn't get dude, dropped he's by fucking a waste shredded. So, he's like on he that Paulo. He looked good. Man. He's on he that Paulo Costa wine diet, dude. <laughs> <laughs> At least he didn't get butt fucked, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Paulo Costa, man. All right. So uh, 
yeah, and then I guess let's just transition to this next one. So Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley. Like I said already, it's been announced. It's official. It's going to happen. Oh, Coda. No. <laughs> sweet Look toys. back at you like, what the heck, man? <laughs> Can you guys hear that? Yeah, just a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, not that bad. So the one thing that uh, I'll say about this is I'm glad that there's a guy, even if it's Tyron Woodley, that boy's got hands. So, obviously, we haven't seen anything from him. Like, the Vicente Luque fight that he had recently, he actually looked like he was starting to return to his, like, former self. Like I think that was pressure from Dana. But maybe not Dana, but Dana White and the fans. Yeah. Because everybody's been saying that he's been very passive in his fights and he doesn't have that hunger or the the aggression, you know. He doesn't, so, like, he came out with fire on that yeah, one and, but, it, and it cost him the fight. Yeah, but, well, that's because he was over committing on trying to knock him out. Yeah. And you're going up against the guy in Vicente Luque who's on a really good winning streak. And he's really fucking good. And he's good. He's not, very he's good. not, he's a Brazilian. He's like... The, I guess, obviously, you know, we have, like, the Brazilians that are, like, knockout specialists like Junior Dos Santos, uh, John Lineker, when, yeah. I mean, he's killing it in 1FC right now. Uh, you know, Marlon Marais is a decent striker as well. But Vicente Luque is a guy who's very well balanced in both ground and yeah. uh, striking. And I just think that he's just a younger guy who's hungrier right now. I think yeah. that was the biggest, you know, that, I think that was the biggest thing in that fight was that Vicente is still hungry. He's, he, he showed durability, man. Yeah. He got caught with some clean shots. And well, he got dropped. Survived. He still survived. Yeah. yeah. And he survived. So, I mean, he's a dog for sure. Yeah. And then, and that's the one thing, like when they were announcing these, the, when they announced the Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley fight, dude, I was, like good on good on you because you're fighting somebody who's actually a, a fighter, like a stand-up fighter. Like yeah. Ben Askren is not. Um, but I still don't know. Like I want Tyron Woodley to win, <laughs> but I but I honestly don't know if he will. And this is not. I, I think niche. he will. I hope he does, I but he I don't know if he will because, dude, Jake Paul or uh, sorry, yeah, Jake. Jake is not a bad boxer. Like no, he's he's he is way better than Logan. Yeah. And it's they're in different fucking stratospheres. Yeah. Dude. He's he's actually very talented. And don't get me wrong, man. Like, I'm not shitting on either of them. They're both fucking super athletic. Yeah. You know, and Jake, uh, Logan looked fucking fantastic. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, uh conditioning wise and stuff. Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, but Jake's legit, man. He's fucking yeah. legit, dude. But I look, here's the deal. Tyron Woodley is a fucking animal. Yeah. You know, and people shit on Tyron Woodley uh, for losing those fights. He's, he's been fighting the best of the best for fucking years now. Yeah. That's, you know? that's a valid point too. For years, you know, so it's easy to look like shit when you're fighting fucking Even Usman. Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Usman, dude. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I highly doubt that Woodley is going to go in and absolutely shit the bed against Jake Paul. I just, I have a hard time believing that. Mm -hmm. And that's nothing on Jake Paul. It's just Tyron Woodley has been a, a, a champion level fighter in the premier fighting league in the world, basically 
uh, for what fucking decade almost, you know? He's yeah. He's well, it so all started. It all started with his knockout of Josh Koscheck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's he's just Flat so good. Line. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you look at where, because he again he beat Robbie, you know, knocked him out, got the title. Uh, I don't even remember all of his title defenses. He defended it twice against Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, for sure. Yep. But those fights were like in the first fight, it was so Darren good. Uh, th- yeah, he that was the one performance where I was like, holy shit, like good. We're back to seeing a finish from Tyron Woodley. Yeah. And then uh with the submission too. Yeah, with with the uh, Anaconda choke, right? Yeah, I think it was an Anaconda. I mean, it was like a side control anaconda. Yeah. And, uh, but then, you know, he loses to tomorrow. And I honestly think like he just wasn't focused on just being a champion. I think he was focused on his rap career. Cause it's like, you know, if you're going to put out any music right now is the best time while you're the champion because you're relevant, you know? Um, but yeah, got absolutely. I've never seen such a one-sided, like, you know, a champion fight. that's been <laughs> yeah. defending new, multiple yeah. times. You might see it in, like, their first title defense because, yeah. you know, it's their first title defense. But, I mean, Kamaru put it on him. I, I don't – I here's, here's what I don't think a lot of people are taking into account neither. And, dude, before I say this, let me – preface this with i'm not shitting on fucking boxing okay all the if anybody watches this you're a boxer look dude i'm not shitting on boxing here's the deal though he's older right he's an older dude he's had shoulder problems knee problems and shit like that yeah i had torn labrum in this fight with damian Maya. yeah so like i don't fucking believe that in his train up uh for jake paul is gonna be anywhere near the toll on on his body no. that we're going to that we saw for him def- trying to or uh preparing for usman you know like i just don't i don't see that so i think he's going to go in there healthy i think he's going to go in there conditioned i think he's going to take this shit serious because like everybody says what you know when when uh Astrin was fighting you know everybody's like hey man we'll f- we'll fucking forgive you yeah for the mosvidal shit just please knock this fucking guy out you know yeah yeah so like Woodley's got the whole MMA community on his fucking side, you know? He might not have the TikTokers, but he's sure as fuck the, the <laughs> MMA community. The so I think, that that's, I think that's going to play a big role, just his health and his yeah. overall, like, well-being, you know? Well, I think another part, that those are really good points. I think the biggest thing was towards the end, because, like, uh, he lost to Kamaru, he lost to Colby, he lost to Vicente, he lost to... Uh, who was he was on like a four, four or five? No, he was on a three fight skid, so he lost to Camaro, he lost to Colby, and he lost to Vicente. Meanwhile, Donald Cerrone's lost like five or six in a row, but I think I want to say he lost another one. I think he lost four in a row, didn't he? I don't remember. You might have to pull it up and look. I don't know. Let me check it. You guys keep keep talking, yeah. It's fine. I just um, want to check real quick. So, you know, and obviously, it's like we talked about with the Vicente Luque stuff is he just, I don't think he had that, the fire to do MMA anymore. Like he's, you're, you're still getting paid. You're still getting paid good, but you're not getting paid, you know, champion pay. So, and also he knows he's probably never going to get back to getting his title back. 
because he got if he had a closer fight with Kamaru, probably. But that was an absolute annihilation for five rounds. Um, Who's Burns? Gilbert Burns. Oh yeah, he lost to Gilbert Burns too. Gilbert Burns, yeah. That's right. Look, look at that. And there's no shame in losing. To, exactly. You got four losses in a row to Usman, to Burns, Covington, and Luke. Get, and bro, three, three murderers, of the, murderers. Vicente Luke might even be top five right now. They're murderers. All the yeah, way. yeah. And so sorry about that, guys. I was going to load that or look that up faster, but my son came in. It's all good. Um, there's so yeah. There's no shame, especially because he's what 35, 36? Yeah, he's on the older, yeah. older side. So there's no shame in losing to. Stop. There's no shame in losing to some um, of the greatest, some of the, the some of those guys right in the division. Yeah, <laughs> bro, he's 39. Whoa, good for him. You know, yeah. Yo, he's older than I thought he was. To be honest, yeah. hey, yo, and he's, he's in great shape, dude. Looks fantastic. Yeah, he's in great shape. So, yeah. Again, there's nothing wrong with with uh, losing to like murderers row of the welterweight yeah. division, but yeah. yeah. So I don't know if you guys have seen any of the videos for the, like the promotion, the lead up to their fight, but Jake Paul does not want to look at, like, he won't even look at Tyron Woodley and like, he stares off like, oh, like it, it almost looks like, oh shit, I bet off more than I can shoot. Here is hey, you my know what? one it thing might with be. this. Here's my, here's, this is my <laughs> one wish. And I will, I'll, I'll not talk about these exhibition fights anymore. <laughs> okay. We're gonna do these well, exhibition fights, right? Where where Jake Paul can talk shit to Tyron Woodley. This is going. If he if he beats him, bro, you gotta do like an NCAA home and home. You know, like hey hey Jake Paul, step in the cage with Tyron Woodley. You will get fucking murdered. murdered. Yeah, murdered. So when all these fucking amateur boxers or whatever, or these guys that want to be pros, all these social media guys that want to step in the fucking ring. And want to talk shit about how you're the fucking best ever? Bro, you get murdered, man. You get fucking. You would die in well, that fucking cage. So I don't want to hear this bullshit. You know, that's what makes me mad about all this. Is like this whole thing. You're gonna talk shit about how you beat Tyron Woodley, bro. Tyron Woodley just didn't use ninety-seven percent of his tools. Yeah. So that's a valid point. <laughs> that's what makes me mad about all these. You know, it's like I just want to see that back. Part well, it. he fought. There was a there's a video that went out where he fought a guy uh, who's a mixed mar- mixed martial artist. I think, but he I think he's a primarily a uh, uh, like a grappler though. And dude, that guy put it on Jake for the whole the whole time, and then TKO'd him. Yeah. And it was like it was just a stupid YouTube video. But the guy ended up posting after the Ben Askren fight like throwing it up and he's like just remember who your real daddy is and all this other yeah. stuff and, i mean yeah and it's who, like what's the, what's the video of, of one of the pauls wrestling with uh who was he wrestling with Trent? he was wrestling every- he was wrestling with paulo costa yeah, yeah paulo costa yeah Look, that man, was logan good yeah he's really good but like let's not get crazy you know what i'm saying like yeah when you're not throwing in submissions and you're not throwing kicks and you're not throwing fucking you know, like all the tools that you've learned over all these years at somebody, like it's easy to look good. And I'm not saying well, he's not athletic and I'm not saying he's not a good wrestler, well, but here, when you put things together, no. So, and here's another thing to think, like, I mean, we all wrestle. So you guys know what it's like to go light and practice and scramble and do, we're not like, 
clearly they're not trying to hold each other in those positions. It's almost like doing like a choreographed dance, but it, there's no practicing. Yeah. It's, it's just like on flowing. the fly. It's like yeah. flowing into It's almost like doing capoeira or like, yeah. it's more like, you know, do a switch, do a sit out, do a Zimmer, do a it's It's, flow, Blizzard, wrestling. Do a, it's yeah. flow wrestling, dude. Like exactly. shout out flow wrestling, dude. Shout, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, and that, and that's a, so that's another reason why I was like, you know, kudos to you because it didn't look good but at the same time it's not it's not like legitimate fighting because i guarantee you if paulo costa wanted to he could just knee you into oblivion from your side yeah and you also got to think about how mma wrestling and regular wrestling are very different different. like with the cage and everything in the in play it's very different they might be good wrestlers but you throw a cage in there and shit turns sideways real fast. You know I know. what I mean? Like it's it's, it's just it's just like that. What's the uh, the Eddie Bravo invitational things that he's doing? You yeah. know, the, where they they can throw slaps and strikes and stuff in jujitsu. Now you know, like combat jujitsu or whatever they're calling it, fucking changes the game, man. Changes but that's the that, game. that's what like uh, what Boss Rutten did. Pancrase is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of like what that was. That was submission grappling with open hand like palm striking. Yeah. That's why when he was smashing fools, he was, was mu- dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude this well, that, shit looks, that shit looked like it hurt so bad. Oh yeah, dude. he was yeah, doing that shit see, like just bah. Yeah. So, and that and that's like you know obviously he was really good at that, but that's kind of what I think that is going to turn into is it's like you might as well just call it a pancreas. Like it's kind of like a isn't isn't that combat sambo kind of like that or like sambo like. Isn't combat that sambo is, is similar yeah. except for combat Sambo's sambo not. no combat sambo is more like kickboxing but there's okay. more grappling involved like they wear headgear it's a i'm pretty sure sambo is an olympic sport too it is and mm-hmm. like i mean i'd love to see khabib win a win a gold medal if he's done fighting why don't you go win a yeah. gold medal now well, that, i don't now think that, you can now that that I just put right? the internet i hope i i hope that we got that right because i think it is uh, I think it is Sambo Olympic. Yeah, it is. So, um, yeah, and that's uh, I think in terms of you know, you know, getting back to where we were at with this yeah. Jake Jake Paul Tyron Woodley thing, um, I'm I'm honestly like, again, I really want. Tyron Woodley to win. I really do. And he's just, it's going to be what Tyron Woodley are we getting? Like, are we getting a guy who's like really focused? Are we getting a guy who's like when he was knocking motherfuckers out left and right leading <laughs> up to his getting the title? Or are we getting a guy who's going to be content with the payday that he's getting because it's probably the biggest payday he's going to get? You know, so, and I think another thing that's nice too is this is not going to be on Triller. It's going to be on Showtime. Yeah. So that will help in terms of them making more money because I don't know if you watch the Ben Askren and Jake Paul or, uh, sorry. Yeah. Jake Paul versus, uh, unfortunately, Ben Askren. I, that's, I paid for that because I, like, I, I know where I met Ben when he came to my hometown for a wrestling camp. So it's like I will support him because even if it's you know fifty or sixty dollars, he still gets some of that. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I was like, I'll support him in, in terms of that. But God, dude, like that whole thing, it was two and a half hours of, of lap dances and naked women and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. And that's, that's it's that, like, that, that whole setup was a joke, dude. Like yeah. that whole promotion where they had like Snoop Dogg and everybody else doing the announcing and all that. So it was kind of a joke. And Oscar like, like the Mayweather one was put out of way his better mind. Oscar Mayweather was Logan. Yeah. yeah, Oscar De La Hoya was like high or drunk or high and drunk. And it's like <laughs> he kept calling Frank Mir, Frank Murr. He was like Frank, Frank Murr. Murr. Cocaine's a hell of a drug, dude. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It's just such a uh, gong show. Before we switch subjects, though, yeah. I I might be the only one here, but I give Jake Paul a chance. I said I give him a chance. Yeah. I give him I a chance. Too. I I want I Tyron Woodley to win. Oh yeah. But I give Jake Paul a chance because he is a good boxer. Yeah. Yes, he is. I don't. I don't. I, would, he's I not, wouldn't say. I don't he's think not going to professional fight. No. or like he, you know maybe fought, professional level, but like low level professional. He's not in the top ten or anything like that. But like he's got good hands. He's got good power. You know their their size is going to be way more comparable now than it was versus Ben Askren. Ben Askren was is a bloated. 155 or probably dude be real no 165 remember he was he was asking yeah, but, Dana to open up the 165 yeah, yeah but look <laughs> you know tyrone woodley's a legit welterweight and yeah. he's a big dude so i mean it's going to be closer in size closer in power and i'm interested to see what happens i just hope that this is and this is a real fight too this isn't an exhibition right this is Man, a, this is real yeah, this is a this is a they're gonna be judges, there's gonna be a winner, there's gonna be a loser. This one's more intriguing to me. As long as sure. it's not Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. It's like no knockouts. Yeah, I watched the you gotta shit wear out head, of that too. Gotta wear head <laughs> There is no winners. There's gonna I guess like fuck. I guess just ending on this, ending this subject for us, I guess, is I just refuse to believe that Tyron Woodley is gonna lose to the he's just such a fucking animal, dude. I know, I know. He's so good. I, I and I'm also just sure. pulling out hope that. There's gonna be one guy from the MMA community that's gonna, yeah. Just I, I'm not even joking. I want to see a Francis Ngannou versus Alistair Overeem. Just see Just yeah. <laughs> that's all I want. And just like flatlined, and then stand over you like Roy Jones Jr. would do. All right, yeah, um, that'll be interesting. Going back to our so Paulo Costa. Uh, I don't know if you guys were aware. Uh, Backed out of his fight with Jared Cannonier over fighter pay. So the Kevin Gaslam's going to step in. He's going to take over uh, that fight with Jared Cannonier, which I think is an awesome fight. Uh, yeah, that's a good fight. Jared Cannonier was actually uh, the Alaska Fighting Championship heavyweight champion before he went to the UFC. Boom. So, nice. Yeah. Kill a gorilla. Got dude. Win. Got yeah. Win, dude. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I do like me some Gaslam, though. I know, so do I. Me too. <laughs> it's that's a, I mean that's tough, but I do like he's that. He's a gamer. Yeah, yeah, he's a baller, dude. His fight um, with Israel Adesanya is one of the best fights. One I've of the ever greatest fights of all life. time. Yeah. Yeah. That one, Weili Zhang versus Yana Yunjacek. Uh the Brandon Moreno versus Davison Figueredo fight. Dude, there's within the last like year and a half, two years, we've had some absolute bangers, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. So um they they don't really get the credit as the old classics either. No. You know, like because they're so common now. Like all these wars are pretty common these days. 
and they just don't get the attention that they used to get. You know, like the the Stephen like, Bonner in Forrest Griffin fight. That one's that one's legendary forever. That one's legendary forever Sanchez. because that's first Clay Guida. Yeah, Clay but the, Guida or or Gilbert Melendez. Melendez. Like, yeah. woo, baby, those fire those well, fireworks. Dude. Jeffrey you know and I have gonna, talked about. You know, it's gonna live forever. Damian yeah, Maya versus that. Tyron Woodley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Diego Sanchez hanging upside down, dude. Getting oh yeah, and getting beat on. That's Popped gonna and it's on the internet, manager. so it's forever. Jesus, man. Yeah. That one made me yeah. sick, dude. I watched that and I was like, "What is he thinking? Like, not, what is going through these people's head? Like, not thinking. That's the problem. Not thinking." Um, I just saw calls on the internet just being like, "Somebody saved this man from himself. Like, someone's got to get a friend or a family member or someone to." to step, step in, in. And yeah. give this man an intervention or something you know like diego's always been a strange cat don't get me wrong but that was next like next level like what is happening here like that was sad to watch i mean we could stay on this topic too and then come back to the paulo costa stuff no we can go. no let's go let's go to paulo costa i was about seven hours yeah and that's yeah that I, just, was I just got some opinions uh, you know that's it <laughs> <laughs> well and obviously i think we're all in agreement that Diego got taken advantage of, and yeah. there's a lot of stuff going on upstairs for him that's not right. He's been in too yeah. many wars. His brain's rattled, and he's, yeah. you know, at that at this point, you know, he needs he needs help. And yep. so, and I guess we can leave it at that. So, yeah. <clears throat> Paulo Costa, again, backed out of his fight, and it was all about fighter's pay. So, Paulo mm-hmm. Costa, who's not a champion, he posted on Twitter – he was like 350k. Are you kidding? Like, are you kidding me? It's like, dude, you're not even the champ, and you're making 350k. What? So, I... like, meanwhile, you got girls that are in the like Lauren Murphy, who's fighting on this upcoming card, also from Alaska, Anchorage gal. But I'm pretty sure. Shout out. Yeah, shout out, shout out, Lauren Murphy. <laughs> um, but I don't even think. Uh, She's I don't even think she makes $50,000 yeah. for like with win bonuses and stuff. But meanwhile, because you're, I mean, if you're natural, good on you, but you're <laughs> like, there's, you're not the champion. Like, yeah, you fought for a title, but you got, and your last performance was, was very dog bad. shit. That's my thing. You can't, you, with this whole dude, I'm all about getting as much fucking money as you can. I do. I'm all for underpaid. the fight. I think they're underpaid like a motherfucker. Oh yeah. But but if you're if you gotta have another fight, man, before you fucking pull this bullshit, mm-hmm. you know, you gotta have it because you came out there and you want to talk about being professional and shit like that. Bro, what's your excuse? You were hungover and you were all this like, dude. You're talking about you? prof- yeah. you're, you're talking about being a professional. Meanwhile, you just got absolutely embarrassed and you've been making excuses for the past fucking how a long? year over you're, a year like and you're trying to renegotiate here, your and you're contract to, yeah get out of here man. Get, the, <laughs> well, get fucking move along dude yeah move well I, another thing like and obviously for me personally i love dana white like the yeah. ufc would not be where it is today if it weren't for dana white like i'm sure he's a prick i'm sure like he's he's the president of one of the largest growing companies in the last 20 or 30 years like you don't get there by being a nice guy all all the time that being said dana posted on twitter 
or he said during the uh, post-fight press conference from last week's UFC event, he was like, good on you. Like, baby, if you wanted to make that kind of money, you should have started a YouTube channel when you were 13. Like, yeah. in the grand scheme of things, like, obviously, he's from Brazil, and he probably grew up in, you know, uh, the slums. Not looking like that, dude. Not he was fucking not like that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Well, shit, maybe you should but, pull out a page of uh, Luke Rockhold Luke Rockhold's thing and start yeah. modeling. Yeah. Go start modeling. And so that's another thing. Like, and Dana proved a good point there. He's like, you know, if this is what you absolutely wanted, maybe these were the things that you should have done. And it's already, it's nice to look back and be like, or it's, it's not nice, but it's easy to look back and think like, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Shit. Had I known that Logan Paul and Jake Paul would have made millions of dollars to fight, you know, these kind of fights, maybe I should have started a YouTube channel when I was, you know, 13 years old. I, maybe I should have, but with that, um, there, uh, there's just like, and I'm again, I'm all for fighters pay too. Like I want the fighters to get paid, but I don't want Paulo Costa to get, I don't even want Paulo Costa to get paid $350,000 when like, what are some of the fights that he's had? Like he had a good fight against Uriah Hall. He had a good fight. He had, he had that banger against with Yoel fucking, Romero. With Romero. Yeah. And that was a fucking great fight. Yeah. yeah but, he good but you, but you can't come out here and, and if nobody walks down on, well. effectively yeah. go on strike when you it's one thing to get beat you know what i'm saying yeah. like i'm not i'm not saying that he doesn't deserve to have to have this stance because he because he got beat yeah like you got embarrassed in the biggest fight of your life right and you have effectively been saying that you didn't you didn't take this fight seriously i and was hung over correctly and you were hung over yeah well guess what man fuck you then that's you know on you I mean? like that's on you dude yeah and you had the opportunity to make more money. If you would have beat fucking Adesanya, Jesus Christ, man. You'd be the champ and you'd be you making know? million dollars. You'd get the but, pay-per-view. But if you're not taking it seriously, why the fuck would Dana White shell out this money for you when you're just going to go out there and not take your and not be a professional? Yeah. Well, so and that's what that's another all that bullshit from him, dude. I don't yeah. like that shit. And that's for me, my biggest thing, like you said, is if this is the biggest fight of your life if this is like your biggest rival and all this other stuff, I think it's just an excuse. I don't think he actually was hungover. I think he's just making excuses. No. But that's even but worse. Man. I know. And that's yeah. worse like, because it's like, like why you, can't you, accept, you can't accept the feet. Yo, yeah. come out, be humble. Say you got your fucking ass kicked. I'm going to come back and I'm going to lay this motherfucker out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. absolutely. do it that way. You don't come in say like, oh, I was hungover. I did this. It's like, why are you drinking drink wine all night? Yeah. Like, why, why? You, didn't, you didn't see the backlash that John Jones took? Yeah, you're right. You know, when he was like, when he came in and was like, oh, dude, I was partying and shit like that. You know, that's why I look like No, because he was performing. And he won. Because he was knocking DC out with the head kicks. Yeah, and he won. Now you got, dude, you literally, and you literally got fucking, you you got embarrassed. And then Adesanya fucking doggy styled you in the middle of the fucking, (laughs) in the middle of the the cage. Like, get out of here, dude. And he was more pissed about that than than losing. Yeah, than losing. He was he was like, hey, be professional. I'll get you for that and all this shit. And like, bro, you couldn't get him when you were in there. What makes you think you could do it now? Like, you got fucked up, dude. So yeah, with this with him pulling out, like, hey man, good on you, dude. And I hope you make money somewhere, and I hope you get more fights and stuff like that. But to take this stance after that fight and after the way and what your excuses are and what you're saying happened, to take that stance, 
I'm out. Get the fuck out of here. Well, and that's that's a, another good point because I just think you know obviously there's guys that have leverage. Guys like John Jones have leverage because yeah, he's the greatest fighter of all time. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> why Paul Costa hasn't proven yeah. that, and that's for me where I don't think John Jones is worth thirty million dollars. Sorry, you're not going to get paid thirty million dollars when you've been a, a an eyesore to the UFC based on just your antics. Well, not and, only that, I think that Dana White's realized that the UFC is doing fine without John Jones. Oh yeah. yeah. That's you know because like, it's the fastest growing sport of all time. Well, yeah, they've realized you. that they've realized it on what three occasions now. Yeah. When yeah. John Jones has been in car accidents, when he's tested, when positive. he's tested positive, you know, and like all these things. So like Dana White doesn't have to worry about like they, they've seen it a couple yeah. times like we don't need john jones to continue and and these fighters they think they have the leverage that they you know like john jones i want this much money to fight francis well there's a hungry dog that'll take less money for you and fight francis right now and that's, Derek and that's lewis Derek is lewis. like shit give me eight so million dollars like, shit dude i'll take that <laughs> shit right now like in the same thing with paula costa i'm not doing this till we get more money Calvin Gaslam steps in. Sorry, yeah, and, but like you're, you're look, missing and, opportunities. And if we're being completely honest, Gaslam's a better draw for me than Costa. Gaslam's a fucking Ga- animal, dude. Gaslam yeah. versus Adesanya. I would rather see that. Like, I want Jared Cannonier to, to win. I want Jared Cannonier to win because it's already been Dana White already came out and said Robert Whitaker is absolutely getting the next title shot. Yeah. Like, so what well, Robert Whitaker isn't fight, he's not scheduled to fight anybody because Whitaker just beat Cannonier, so yeah, and broke his arm and put on an mm-hmm. amazing performance on top of beating uh Gaslam, on top of mm-hmm. beating uh Darren Till. He's earned like, his way back. Yeah, well, he should have been fighting for the belt, yeah, you know, after he beat Gaslam, I think. I don't even think yeah, he should have fought Cannonier. Good yeah. on him because he, you know, he took that risk and he won, anyways. Yeah. Um he's but, a smart fighter, man. He wants to be ready when he gets back, you know. Yeah. And I think, well, and Jared Cannonier, I watched a, an interview that he did with the Schmo. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you've watched the Schmo, but uh, he was saying that basically like his arm didn't heal properly from it breaking. So it like took a longer period of time than it should have because he was hoping he'd be back before, you know, bef- like he was hoping he could fight sooner than what he's going to be fighting. Yeah, um, but because his arm didn't heal properly, it was just one of those things. Well, hopefully he's taking the full time to recover because he is. Yeah, I mean, Gaslam's not an easy fight for anybody. No, but the thing is—that's the other thing. I, I love Calvin Gaslam, but he's also another guy where you don't know what you're going to get because he yeah. can put on an amazing performance where, like, he, you know, threw a three-piece on Michael Bisping. Yeah, and then. He, or a he performance like it is Woo, baby. But but he's also had performances where he's like really hasn't showed up. Where he lost to Darren Till, yeah. where he lost to, um, I mean, he didn't. It wasn't a terrible fight. Robert Whitaker's just that good. Yeah, um, it was a good fight. I thought. Yeah, he just, but he just got outclassed. He just got outclassed because Robert Whitaker's that good. Yeah, and I just, and I, I also like, think I like Gaslam too because yeah. Even though he might not look good, you know you're getting it all from him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like people just styles make fights, right? And yeah. sometimes yeah. you just look like fucking shit, man. You and know? let's but be real, he's I don't probably a welterweight. Yeah, and I don't have he any doesn't problem like to cut the weight. With he can't Gastelum make taking this fight. It, I'd rather see this shit than fucking Costa, dude. Yeah. yeah. 
No. Gastelum could make the weight, dude. That guy has made 170 before. He could fight there. He's carrying he chooses weight not on to. him. Yeah, he chooses not to. He likes to smoke a little bit of weed and eat a little bit, bit of food. It's not, you know, not a knock on him, but he could make the weight if he took it serious. But that's the problem is, like, he. I'm pretty sure he has a wrestling background, but he's, like, one of the wrestlers that has consistently had problems with making weight. Yeah, I've never met a wrestler like a serious wrestler that's had so much trouble making weight i, think I mean I, a lot i'll be honest dudes... melvin gallard after he left ufc i think he missed weight like almost every single fight that he fought <laughs> outside of the ufc like i went like I, it was recently i looked up because i hadn't he was one of my favorite fighters oh, for yeah. a long time and then after he got out of the ufc i was like man i wonder what he's doing he fought because he fought Israel Adesanya in New Zealand. Oh, geez. Yeah, lost. And he missed weight on top of missing weight for nine out of the 10 other fights he fought after he left the UFC. He's like the, uh, who was it? Like the Anthony Johnson. Oh, of, of yeah, but, you know, like. But that guy like, was 205 pounder fighting at yeah, 170. How did that Melvin man Gillard actually not. make 155 either? Melvin Gillard is thick as shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then he goes up. And, and he can't make weight, weight at 170, and he can't make you know, weight at like, 185. He, he missed weight at 185. Yeah, same thing with Johnson. Remember he was fighting at 170, and then he moved up to fight Vitor Belfort and missed weight at 185, and everybody was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but then <laughs> You just gained 15 pounds, and you still missed weight? Like, what but, the fuck is that? But the, and then he had but, to go up to 205. No, he went to two. He went to two sixty five and fought heavyweight <laughs> yeah. for a World Series of Fighting. Yeah, and then you know got his way back and then dropped to two hundred five and went on a tear. It's back like, it's like some of these guys just cut so much weight. I think I think the problem with Kelvin is that he he maybe he cut weight for so long that he's over it. You know, he's, you just don't want to cut that weight, and and it's healthier to not cut that weight. You know, yeah. like it's harder on your body. It, you're getting older. You're not that young anymore. Yeah. And it takes its toll on you. So, you know, to be healthy, stop cutting so much weight and be all right. You know, I think that's he looks entire, good. At I he think just, that's he's an, just a undersized. Whole, that's a whole nother conversation that we need to yeah. get that needs to be had by somebody, you know, is the whole weight cutting thing. I, well, we the World Series of Fighting is doing it a little that. different. You know, that's probably a pretty good way well, to do it. But one is doing the best thing. One FC is or doing one, the best yeah, thing. It's yeah, a hydration, it one it's FC, hydration yeah. testing where. You know, like they have weight classes, but obviously like the biggest problem with in the States with what we do, and obviously we wrestled. So we know is you got guys that are depleting themselves of so much water because obviously our body is so much, our uh, majority of our body is water weight, you know, so we're depleting ourselves. And then it's no wonder, like, I, I think back on some of my, like just wrestling, like, in the, in the state of Alaska, a sauna suit's illegal to use. You can't use a sauna suit. And guess what? I did. I just wore like four layers over the top so you didn't know that I was wearing a sauna suit. Um, and I just depleted myself of so much water and I was already hungry and I was tired mm. from waking up at 3, 30, 4 o'clock in the morning or staying up late to cut weight. And I wrestled like dog shit. Because Same I was here. tired, because I had cut so much weight and I had no water. And then I would be stupid. Like, I would always tell myself, well, I'm never, I'm not going to overconsume 
like water. I'm not going to eat too much. But after you make weight on the first day, you still got to make weight the second or third day. Mm-hmm. And you over like I would be five or six pounds overweight and I'd have to cut I'd have to cut one more day. Like I'd have, have to cut weight again because in the United States or in each individual state, we have weight classes and you got to make that weight. And you're given a one pound weight allowance. Bro, I'm I'm so fucking old, man. I, I wrestled in the wild, wild west, dude. Like we were <laughs> fucking doing some wild shit, you know. Bro, my coach would fuck shout out, man. If you ever see this, <laughs> shout the fuck out. Cause this, yo, I'd be like a pound over, and this dude be like, open your mouth, and he'd throw Copenhagen in the back of my foot. He hit my <laughs> and then I just keep like go go make weight. You're like, oh shit. Like it was wild. It worked. Yeah, it's wild, man. But yeah, we got we gotta fix that though. Yeah, well. Dude, I'll tell obviously for first podcast, this is going to be really revealing. But so we were in Juno for uh, like we were on our way to a tournament and we had gone on like this really long run. I was wearing a sauna suit and I was like so depleted and I checked my weight. I was like severe, like I was underweight after running. I was I wrestled at 145 then. And I checked my weight. I was like 138 pounds or 137 pounds. Like I was way underweight and I was so happy because that was the lowest I'd been all year. So I drank a bunch of water. Well, before we went on the run, I drank milk and magnesia. Oh God, no. (laughs) I drank milk and magnesia because I was trying to lose as much weight as possible. Well, all I had in my system was water. I drank so much water, <laughs> dude. My gut hurt so bad. Went to the bathroom. I was just shitting water. There goes there, the Hershey squirts. <laughs> no, it was just water. There was no just coloration, just, just water. Peeing out your butt. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not good. No, and that's like you know, obviously, weight cutting is a problem. Going back Getting to the wrestling, doing that too. That's a yeah. That's a rough one. Yeah. So yeah, but obviously, you know, fighters pay is an issue but in terms of paulo costa i think he's kind of screwing himself um and then yeah weight cutting is another issue but at the same time time and place to renegotiate contracts and it's not after a loss and it's not after you haven't fought since that loss yeah it is not it's not a couple weeks before your next fight is scheduled either yeah that and i don't even know a before we switch subjects again, uh, uh-huh. shout out Juno, Alaska, 2005, probably. No, four. They had a strip club attached to a gas station. That shit was dope. <laughs> so shout out Juno, dude. Juno. Shout out Juno, Alaska. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. All right. So uh, let's see here. Uh, next up, um, obviously, last night, I don't know if you watched the um clarissa shields fight or if you watched any of the highlights from pfl last night um trent and i know you were watching yeah um i went back and i watched some of the highlights uh i didn't watch your boy tyler diamond is that his name yeah tyler diamond he was from orville california and they actually said it on air yeah <laughs> i was like oh shit they dude they're so he's just a local guy from where i'm from um just a little backstory uh he trains with another or he trained i don't know if they still do commonly but uh he trained with benito lopez in the ufc 
and uh, they're just a couple of local guys from around here. And so I, I kind of follow his fights and, and keep up. And he had the fight in the PFL. He ended up losing. And dude's got a hell of a chin. I mean, he took a beating and and still, you know, he stayed strong, but he lost the decision. And uh, it was funny. The announcers and everything were talking about his mullet. And they're like, how is this guy still standing and all this stuff? And they're like, well, people don't know this, but like the mullet is like a helmet and <laughs> like all this stuff because he was taking all these shots. And it was just cool. They're like, he calls himself a NorCal hillbilly. And <laughs> it was just funny. I mean, he ain't wrong. Like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny. So. It was good. He put on a good fight. He just, um, you know, he needs to get back to the to the drawing board and 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 figure it out. But I have faith in him. And then uh, the Clarissa Shields fight was yeah, she fought interesting. Brit- you, you said so. She she fought Brittany Elkin. Yeah. And Brittany Elkin had a losing record of three and six. Correct. And obviously Clarissa Shields, uh, two time Olympic gold medalist, 2012 2016. Uh, and dude, she won her first gold when she was 17. Woo. That's that's pretty yeah. impressive. Um, so I honestly thought with her going to Jackson Winklejohn was probably that was probably the best decision she made in terms of like where she was gonna go for fight prep. Um, just because there's so many diverse coaches and athletes there. Um with that said, based on what you told me and based on what I watched, like if she doesn't update her ground game and her takedown defense, if she doesn't actually like really work on that stuff, it she'll, she'll get absolutely annihilated by women that are, you know, experienced, ex- yeah. more experienced. Yeah. I think, uh, the, in my opinion, the best thing for her would be to chill out on boxing for a while. If she's yeah. going to take MMA seriously, she should stop doing both sports, focus on just strictly MMA for a year or two. I mean, she, I think she's still fairly young. She's so, 26. I mean, yeah. So she's got some time to improve and, you know, I just, she needs to grapple, man. She needs to get into that, into it hard. Cause she was in full mount basically for two rounds with, with Brittany on top of her. And she couldn't, she wasn't like moving her hips very well. She wasn't like bridging very well. She wasn't doing anything to cause space. She was just, she was actually like on her back throwing punches up. And that's not a good sign. Unless because, you're Nico Price, then don't yeah, do that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> just because, just because you don't like, that means you don't know what you're doing. Or Kevin that's Hall. Your, that's yeah. That's your only your only instinct is to throw punches back, not to make that's space. Like a, that's like space something anything. you would do in a street fight. You wouldn't do that. Yeah. And, like if you were actually no. experienced, you wouldn't do that in a, a regular, it was, like it was organized bad. fight. And I mean, don't get me wrong. She came out with the TKO win at the end, but in round three, but it didn't look good. A girl with a little bit more experience or a little bit more just technique even would have probably finished that fight. Yeah, well, I will fairly, say this. Fairly easily, in my opinion. I will say this, though. In terms of the but TKO. She hits hard. But yeah, in terms of the <laughs> TKO, what the way that she was set up, what it reminded me of was when Frank Muir and Brock Lesnar fought, and Brock yeah. Lesnar just absolutely pounded mm-hmm. his face into the mat. That's what yeah. the TKO, like the positioning, the way that she 
Like mm-hmm. she was in good position for the finish. So yeah. I'll give her because it doesn't really matter how you start, it's how you finish, obviously. Yeah. But I mean, in terms of you look at guys that are so focused on other things like Aaron Pico. Aaron Pico was another guy who came over from another sport where he was a wrestler. And then he relied so much on he like straight away from the things that got him to where he was. Like he's an amazing wrestler, but he wanted to just stand up. So he got knocked out multiple times at Bellator because all he wanted to do was do stand up. It's like, dude, do what got you to the dance. Do what got yeah. you to where you are. The, you're an amazing wrestler. You're an Olympic caliber wrestler. Focus and on people that. that know about Pico say he's going to be a fucking star, dude. They're, yeah. like, they're like, him in the gym is yeah. a fucking beast. Yeah, he trains with TJ Dillashaw and Juan Archuleta and some of those other – Some there's a lot of guys from Bellator. That, he's still pretty young, too. I mean, he was he, young Aaron Pico, kid, right? I think he's 25 or 26. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, the, the biggest thing for her also maybe, like, obviously you're still going to want to do the boxing, but don't do it competitively like train it but don't compete in boxing and compete in mma because yeah you're spreading yourself too thin on multiple things where you need to be dedicated to one i mean she has master right yeah Yeah. you know what i mean like that's what happens dude it's just at, at this level you can't you can't be at the top of all the games yeah you know you gotta be at the top of one game and that's that that's where I'm at with that. Like he, that's what everybody said though. Like when Connor, like, well, how's Connor gonna look when he comes back? And well, you know, not fucking good. No, yeah. Well, I mean, after after his long layoff, when he came back against Cowboy, obviously he looked good, but that's also he fought Cowboy. Well, yeah. Cowboy's um, on the very and, tail end of yeah. his career. And uh I probably should call that it. was yeah, hey. well, well, trust me, we'll talk about that. I love me some uh, cowboy, but I so do I. But I think, you know, he and also another thing that I didn't like in terms of like Connor is he started talking about wanting to box Manny Pacquiao while he was in in training camp for Dustin Poirier. Bro, Dustin Poirier is no slouch. He's no the only guy that he's lost to in a convincing fashion since Connor and oh, I guess yeah. Michael Johnson too, because Michael Johnson starched him. But was Khabib. And there's obviously there's no shame in losing to the great. I think personally, the greatest of all time is Khabib. Yeah. Even if he Thompson, doesn't have as yeah. many title defenses as John Jones and didn't really. But, like, but in terms of like, in terms of total like domination. Yeah. Khabib. Yeah. But. And then Connor gets knocked out. Like we've never seen before against yeah. Dustin because he's not. He's not focused on just Dustin. He's focused on yeah. wanting well, to fight Manny Pacquiao. And then yeah. it's also say, hard to be hungry when you're when you're multi millionaire, hundreds you know of I mean? millionaire, hundreds, yeah, hundreds yeah. of millions. So, I mean, yeah. dude sold his. I think he sold his uh, proper twelve whiskey. Yeah, for proper like twelve. 50, for like, he sold half of it, I think, for like fifty or sixty million. I think. Yeah. So I mean, like he's he's set for for life i mean he doesn't have to if he's smart with his money and not like mayweather and spend that shit yeah. and has to keep doing exhibition fights all the time then it is what it is but connor isn't the hungry young connor that he used to be and if he comes back and he and he can encapsulate that again maybe he'll 
you know, be where he was, but I just don't see it when you're, when you're, when you're not that hungry, you're already set for life and your eyes are on bigger prizes. You know, the title doesn't mean much to him anymore. What Connor had going for him was that mystique, that fucking aura, dude. Like Mm -hmm. that fucking, I'm Connor McGregor. He's the mystic Mac, dude. He was, yeah, he was starching motherfuckers and people were afraid of that left hand. And I think people realize like, you know, walk, walk him down, take him down. Yes, exactly. You know, and and that's hard to do because Connor's a look, man. Connor's a bad motherfucker. You know, yeah, he's a great counter striker too. We're just not. We're just not going to see that Connor ever. No. I'm confident in saying that. And dude, I'm not trying to be a douchebag. You know, but like, I just don't think yeah. we're going to see it again. And I, and hey, and I'm that's not even bad. Like, he's set for life, dude. Do you, brother? You know, you look at the top five high. top five pay per views of all yeah. time. Connor McGregor's part in the yeah. UFC. Connor McGregor's in all of them. He's so, probably yeah. I was gonna say he's got at least three. Yeah, the, one, the, his the next the yeah. next one that's closest to it is UFC 100, I think, which was or Brock UFC 200, Frank. right? UFC 200 maybe with Brock and uh, Frank, Mark, Mark Hunt. Hunt. Yeah, <laughs> bro. My favorite, my favorite lead up to fights of all time was probably uh, was it the first fight with Diaz, dude? When they're sitting there, they're talking about steroids and playing touch butt in the park. Uh, yeah, it was <laughs> goddamn. That was that was beautiful, dude. Like I yeah. fucking love that. The best show. thing that ever happened to Nate Diaz was RDA br- broke his foot. That's yeah. the best thing that ever happened to Nate Diaz because he is where he is now. Obviously, Stockton two hundred nine. What's up? But <laughs> but I mean, like he never would have gotten a big fight like that had RDA not gotten hurt. And then Nate Diaz is like, he's like Conor McGregor. You know where the real fights at? Mm-hmm. Taking everything I work for, motherfucker. um you're on steroids yeah you're all on steroids (laughs) um yeah so i guess talking about uh nate uh nick diaz is supposed to come back yeah uh so i guess there's there really isn't anything set in stone uh other than dana white a couple months ago or a month ago after the jacksonville card was like, yeah, we met with him. It just doesn't seem like he has it. It doesn't seem like he's hungry. But, you know, like all this stuff. So it's like, you know, we talked, we met. And it just doesn't seem like it's, you know, the right thing to do. You know, fast forward to just a, two or three days ago. And that's completely changed. And then Dana's saying that it sounds like he's actually going to fight. Yeah. I'm going to believe so, that when I see it, dude. Yeah. That's how I feel as well. But I would love to see him versus Masvidal. Yeah. Get that revenge for your little brother, baby. Let's see it. That's where, and I think they do that at 185. Um, Maybe. Because with Nate at 170, like obviously you're not, Nate and they've always been one weight bracket, you know, separated. So when, when Nick was trying to fight GSP out, you know, that was 170 at welterweight. Nate was, you know, on a tear at 155, fighting guys like Takanori Gomi, Clay Guida. Uh, you know, he fought for the title for, against Benson Henderson, stuff like that. So they've always been one way bracket apart. So I think what will end up happening, and this is, I mean, more than anything, I think what I wanted to do was see what your guys' thoughts were on who you guys think he's going to fight. Yeah. I think um, Masvidal is the I, answer. Right? I agree. Yeah. I think Masvidal is that is the one that makes the most sense. And also since Masvidal, he's not going to be in the title picture anytime soon. So I think for him, because he's towards the end of his career too, because you look at him, I think he's 37, 
36 or 37. And the dude's been in the game for since he was over 18, decade, right? Since he was 18. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention he's fucking bare knuckling in the fucking backyards of Miami, at, dude. At Kimbo's, <laughs> at Kimbo's house. <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking animal. R.I.P. Kimbo. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I miss think, that man. Yeah. I guess here's the the reason I'm not excited. It doesn't really. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, if Nate comes or if Nick comes back, like that's cool. I'm gonna watch the shit out of it. Yeah. I just don't know what the fuck you what you expect. Dude hasn't fought in what, man? Five six? years. Five, five or six, six years. years. Well, he was you doing know, a five-year about... suspension for yeah. smoking weed. Yeah, we're like, talking about... but, but Which we're they've about, legalized. Like, yeah. People talk about ring rust and shit like that. And I understand people don't believe in it. Whatever. I think that shit's real as fuck. I do too. Dom- uh, but ring- don't yeah. tell Dominic Cruz that. Yeah. yeah. But ring rust, you know, it's like... People talk about that shit after a year and a half, two years. We're talking a fucking almost a decade. decade. Almost a like, decade. This fucking dude. I mean, what do you what do you expect from him? You know, his I'm, not saying he's not a gangster. I'm not, he's a I'm not gangster, but I'm not expecting a title run from him unless no. unless the UFC's like just straight up like jets him there. You know what I mean? Like if if they're like, hey, you beat Masvidal or or someone like that on your return, and then the title shot just because you're a big name and money. Then, then I could see it, but I don't no. expect him to get a title shot. And, and honestly, to answer your question, Huna, I don't expect him to be at 185 because I can't imagine a, a world where Diaz is like, let's fight the Paulo Costas and the Darren Tills and the, you know, like those are yeah. big dudes now. Yeah. The I, I think if anything, Nate know? tries to go down. Yeah. But, you know? but here's the thing, like, Nate Diaz said, I like I'm I'm gonna fight for the title even if I lose. Like he's yeah. like he's like, even if I lose, I'm fighting for the title. But he ain't fighting at one. I don't think he's fighting for the title at 155 because mm. he hasn't fought anybody at 155 in a long time. He fought Anthony yeah. Pettis at 170. He fought Connor twice at 170. Those are his three most recent fights. Oh no, fought Mastodal at 170. Yeah. So well, I don't think we have to worry. They could both be at 170, dude, because let's be honest. I don't see they're never going to fight them. each other anyway. They're not. Yeah. Well, they're not going to fight. Yeah. And yeah. like, they're not going neither of these fuckers. And I love me some fucking Nate Diaz, dude. I'm a <laughs> fucking Diaz guy, but they're not fucking going on tears where like they're one and two or something like, you know, yeah. this is not going to happen. We, I don't think that's a scenario that we have to worry about. Not only that, I think we're foreshadowing or forecasting forecasting a little bit too much because i mean we gotta see nick fight once yeah Yeah. you know let alone fucking two three times at his age and look good so dude but nick dude he's shredded he's got that triathlete body i know he looks real fucking good so i don't think it'll be i don't think it'll be like a conditioning thing but it's also the last time that nick finished somebody i think he knocked out Paul Daly and Strike Force. I think that was the last finish that he had. Like everything else has been decisions. He couldn't even finish BJ Penn. Well, they're just yeah. volume guys. They've always been volume guys, pace guys, push the pace. Yeah, but Nate, yeah, but Nate finishes. He can, yeah. I mean, he can, you know. The problem finish we talk- <laughs> yes. look, well, well, I mean that's Connor because had, Connor, Connor had zero. Well, Connor had zero ground game. Zero yeah. ground. Yeah. Well, and yeah. he and he can punched himself out of shape or punched himself yeah. out of yeah. breath. 
yeah, I don't know, dude. Look, I'm excited. I'm gonna watch the fuck out of it. I'm a Diaz guy, and I yeah. hope he fucking comes in and shreds. But I mean, if we're being honest with ourselves, I don't know. You know, I, know. I, I don't think so. I know, I know what you mean. Um yeah, so the I game, think, the I game think... has also evolved in a lot since he's been there. So, in the last two years, the game yeah, evolved so much. The, the skill but along level, the, last the guys five who's coming six. back to fight is yeah. is next level now. And that's why I think Masvidal makes sense. They are from the same – I mean, for one, they're cut from the same cloth. Let's go with yeah, that. Yeah, they both brawl. You know, they're both, they both go Stand for and it. Bang, they're, they're older in the game, and, and it'd be an interesting, entertaining fight. But you know? I do think and, Jorge's and go the from better there. striker. Jorge's one of the best strikers of all time, I think. I think, I, Jorge, think I think Jorge's got the better overall game when it comes to yeah. striking. He would but, he would lose in the ground game. Yeah, but, he'd get, I, I think stand, he could get submitted fairly easy. But but stand up wise, he would he would. Yeah. Hold I, his arm. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just think that. I think that you got to give him somebody like Masvidal because Nate's a draw. Nick's not so much yeah. a draw anymore, man. Not no. unless you're not unless you're not to the casual fans. No, you know where you're trying to sell casual fans. That the new fans haven't even seen him fight. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So like yeah. Nate draw, and he's a fucking superstar, man. He fucking yeah. sell. He'll sell some fucking pay per views. But Nick, he's a goddamn myth at this point. You know. Well, yeah. and, the th- and to add to that in terms of the myth is we again, it's it's nothing set in stone. It's not like there's a contract that's been agreed upon. Um. There, we don't know yet, so it's everything's up in the air. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, since we've kind of touched on it already in terms of like retirement and stuff like that, um, so we got guys like Anthony Pettis. He decided to go sign with PFL, uh, and then he just pulled out of. He was supposed to fight yesterday. After he dropped, he got upset uh, in his first fight in PFL. Uh, we obviously we got guys like Cowboy Diego. Um, I mean, there's I honestly there's like a slew of guys that I really wish would just retire. Like I really, yeah. I really hope Junior Dos Santos doesn't fight again. I really hope yeah. guys like I really didn't even want Alistair Overeem to go sign with Glory Kickboxing because there's you look at some of the damage that those guys have taken and. It's like, why do you want to keep doing this to yourself? You're, I mean, yeah. Junior Dos Santos and Alistair Overeem are almost, they're close to 40. Um, yeah, dude, but that's going to be Diego and Cowboy. Yeah, no. <laughs> Uber. <Trying to> get- <laughs> We're going to be eating horse meat again, boys. Okay. The thing is, like, nobody nobody took that many knockouts and career losses better than Overeem, though. Like, nobody's done it better. Yeah, but he didn't really Boston, lose all that much. Bro, in the but his, of things. Look, his KOs, man. He's been KO'd and flatlined, like, yeah. more than anybody I've ever fucking seen. Well, that, he's yeah, dude, but his chin is... I mean, look, don't That's get me wrong. That's a fucking big it's, chin. That's it's, why. It's, 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 it's really huge. suspect now. It's but, huge. It's almost as big as it's almost as big as Antonio Bigfoot Silva's chin. Yeah. Listen, listen to me, dude. <laughs> Who's coming you, back, by the way? If you get hit by Nganu like that, that takes Everybody's years off your sleep. life. Yeah. That oh, takes yeah. years off your life. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Like, I thought he was dead. Breathe on your chin. I literally on your chin. You pass out. I literally thought he died. I was like, we just witnessed a murder, the first murder. That's, in- that, that's two knockouts from Engano that I thought k- he killed somebody. 
That was Rosen Strike too. Oh no, yeah, Rosen Strike. He's like, I, I thought he was dead, bro. He KO'd that dude against the cage and he hit him like two more times. I was like, oh, he dead. Like, there's no way. Like, that's I just witnessed a fucking assassination in the cage. Like, <laughs> I fucking love that dude. I know we're gonna get off on a tangent and we gotta we gotta get on these fights. I just want to say, <laughs> rain them in. <laughs> I just want to say, like, that man is so fucking scary, dude. Oh that yeah, that man is so he. Ngannou is so scary. You have he's like, like the DC. nicest guy in the world, but I would yeah. hate to stand across from him in the cage. I'd be like, uh, you know what? I'm just going to get down on the ground and tap. Bro, and- people, they're like, hey, DC, you ever think about coming out of tanks? Like, hey, fighting that fucking dude. <laughs> 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 you know, like, you, have you seen that? Uh, hey, fucking no way, man. I um, love DC, dude. Fucking yeah, animal, so dude. do I. He's a really good commentator. <laughs> yeah. Um, But I think, like, Cowboy, I want... I don't even want him to fight at 155 again. Dana White's doing him a favor. I don't want him to fight anymore. Uh, Diego, Jeffrey and I had talked about this a couple days ago when we were just talking about, you know, what we're going to do for this podcast. And we got into a probably a 45-minute long conversation about just Diego and uh, Cowboy. And the only thing that I would like to see is those two fight each other. Like, and be done. That's it. That's the only thing that I want to see. That's, well, the that's, the fight. Make- that's the fight we lost, you know? I know. It, it should have happened. It could have happened. But Joshua and Fabian we, fucked it up. Yeah, it, and it, it is what it is. But And honestly, after watching Cowboy's last performance when he should have fought Diego, I thought it would have been a competitive fight. And before that, before that fight, I was thinking, oh, Cowboy's going to head kick Diego and starch him. It's not even going to be a good fight. It's going to be bad. And then I watched him lose to that other guy. I forget his name off the top of my head right now. And I was like, yo, that fight actually might have been a good. I was, yeah, I think it was. And I was like, that fight actually might have been a good fight. Yeah. Yeah. It was Alex Moreno. Well, we got robbed of that fight. It might have been a barn burner. I'm going to use the restroom real quick. I'll be right back, boys. Yeah. Okay, go for it. We now know that. Diego can take a punch hanging upside down, so I have no qualms <laughs> about him fighting Cowboy and taking all those fucking. Yeah, Yo, he was taking head kicks too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was taking head kicks upside down. Look, like what the fuck? Let's we'll just we'll just get over this retirement thing. Yes, Cowboy yeah. needs to retire. I love him. He's probably one of my favorite yeah. fighters of all time. He's such a gangster. He's such an OG. Fights anywhere, anytime, any fucking weight class, anybody. He's a fucking animal. He's a gangster. He's a hall of famer. That's um, the one thing I'll miss when he's gone is he's, the, he's, is, a, he's is, is his man. willingness to be like, I'm yeah. fucking down. I'll step in yeah. right now. Like, uh, that's going to be thing, upsetting. And then Diego, like, should have retired a while ago. His chin yeah. is suspect as fuck. Um, he's older than shit, dude. He's been in probably more gangster brawls than anybody in the UFC history. I mean, yeah. he's had some fucking bangers, man. Some fucking bangers. And, classics, uh, dude. Classics. And I was excited for this fight because I wanted them. It, first of all, it was real beef, not in this yeah. fake made up bullshit. It was real. Yeah. And I wanted to see that. And I just wanted them both to write off, like, you know, like yeah. go your own separate ways. Um, I do think that fucking, I do think Cowboy would have won. Uh, you know, I just, if they're going to fight, if Cowboy's going to fight, Dana, he got rid of fucking what's his name, you know. Diego got yeah. rid of fucking homeboy. Like, yeah. I understand Diego's probably not right in the head, man. He's got some fucking issues, and that needs to be. And if and if Dana thinks that that's more important, then I get it, right? But like, you got just do that fight. Let them both be done. You know, I like, think they, I think done. they both, 
I think they both deserve their yeah their sunset. You know, the right off yeah. into the sunset. I think they yeah. both deserve that fight. If they brought Diego back just to, for him just to fight, fight Cowboy, yeah. it, on on the stipulation that both of these men are done after this yeah. fight. Yep. And I'm like, let's do it, baby. Like, I, I think in. they deserve it. You know, but like we we're saying, and like you said, there is probably some underlying health issues that Dana is concerned with. I don't think he has any personal issues with, with Diego at all. That guy's no. done a lot for that. Well, he's straight up said that he loves, yeah. he, he's straight up said, I love Diego. I will do anything yeah. for that tough one cast. He yeah. said, I'll do anything for those guys. Yeah, he's got a soft spot for those guys. Yeah, because they put UFC on the map, on the map. and yeah. brought it up to where it is now. But it's so crazy to think that fucker's still fighting from tough. That, it's wild, yeah, but, bro. But like Lewis Flores Griffin, look, you know, look like, at that, those dudes but, are gone, bro. Yeah, look at that cast. So, like, I mean, you had Nate Quarry, you had uh Bonner, Steph Stephen Bonner, Chris Lieben, Diego Sanchez, Kenny Florian. Florian, uh, yeah. You had um Mike Swick. All those fuckers have been gone for a decade, and Diego Sanchez. It's still, still over here, just <laughs> still, <laughs> yeah. But well, and that's the, awesome. And that's the problem with you know, again, just re- referencing a conversation that Jeffrey and I had had a couple days ago was, you know, you had Diego Sanchez who had a and a really like the best performance he's had in years against Mickey Gall, mm-hmm. yeah. and he looked really good. And I was like, wow, where where has this Diego been? But when you have those good performances or whether Mickey Gall had a bad day or whatever, he just couldn't get the timing down. Then Diego, I think he has a harder time with wanting to step away because he just put the, he just put a hurting on a young up and coming, like really good prospect, you know? And so it's times like that where it's like, I don't know. Like, I think I still got this. And that's what makes it hard for guys like, him well, that's, guys like that's why Cowboy. you gotta have good people around you yeah but that's the problem honest, an he doesn't have he, he's got josh he had yeah. josh fabia yeah. or joshua fabia around him which and he doesn't anymore yeah and he doesn't anymore which i think is a good thing but with that said yeah you know i think the damage has been done there's yeah. no going back 100 and you know so hey, for, for me, it's Cowboy versus Diego or nothing at all, man. I, I, I know that I know that Cowboy is going to fight. I know he's going to fight one more, but uh, that's the fight for me, man. And after that, that's the like, fight the I fans don't, don't, and everybody deserves. I don't want to. I don't want to see him anymore. Not because I don't love both of them, you know. It's just out of respect and stuff. Like I don't want to fucking see them later in life, like fucking having Muhammad Ali issues. You know what I mean? Yeah, Parkinson. And that's yeah. and that's fucking real, dude. Like yeah, yeah. Fuck. You know, and I mean, fuck. I mean, bro. if if Diego isn't slurring words and 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 everything in the next five ten years of his life, I'll be absolutely fucking. But he already me. is. That's yeah. the problem. He's yeah. he already is having those problems, and that's where I'm kind of like. It reminds me of Stipe. I can't understand a thing like half the. I love Stipe, but I can't I understand half be, the. I don't know if that's if that's because of of that his, might just be his, from where his he's from. ethnicity. Yeah. Yeah. Is ethnicity or he's, if he's that's from like Cleveland? He's from Cleveland, but he's, he's part that. Croatian. I don't know yeah, how but he, that goes he, with his family or whatever. No, his parent his parents are We're Croatian. Well? He is oh, okay. He is 
from the United States. He's from yeah, Cleveland. Dude. But that doesn't, you know, <laughs> yeah. being raised with people with an accent gives you an accent, you know, like, yeah, could be. I don't know. I'm just going to go with that, dude, because I refuse to believe that fucking Stipe's guy. You get hit in the head enough times. Because yeah. he was a boxer I'm... before he went to the UFC. So, yeah, uh, the, the only bad time. Well, I guess there's two bad times now that Stipe in the UFC has really been put. Well, three, because DC got him. Stefan Struve got him. Stefan Struve got him, and then and then and, and then, then Francis Ngano. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, dude, and I was I was high on Stefan Struve at that so time too. I was Trends, like, oh, yeah, I love this dude. dude. I was dude. skyscraper high on. Trends is a skyscraper <laughs> dick right yeah. forever. I love that dude. I don't know why, dude. I love that dude. I loved him, and then he kept getting finished, and I was like, yeah. "My God, dude!" Well, he also it's had a, that. It's heart a, he had a heart. He had a heart condition. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he was able to come back from that. Like they let him back from that. They're like, "Hey, fuck it." Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, uh, I guess we can go through and talk about certain fights. Uh, for that we're excited for on U- this card and a little yeah, bit of predictions. Yeah, for UFC 263. Uh, forgive me. I'm gonna pull them up on my phone. I'm going to pull them up on the internet right now on the Google. So in terms of the early prelims, really the only, the only fight that I'm really interested in is the Chase Hooper versus, uh, I was hoping you were going to say that. Yep. And, you know, cause it's Ben Askren's son, Chase Hooper. (laughs) Uh, but I really think, I don't. I honestly think that Chase Hooper, because he's so young, dude. He's twenty-one. Yeah. Like, I he, think he's got this unlocked. He has no fucking stand-up game. His stand-up game stinks. I, I in this fight will be rooting for Chase Hooper. I'm, I'm rooting for Chase Hooper, but in turn, I'm honestly think that Steve Steven Peterson's going to win. And I think I a lot of so. it, I think a lot of it has to do with just the fact that Chase Hooper doesn't have a stand-up game. He relies so much on his ground game that it's like, that's kind of a problem because he's too one-dimensional. He is Ben Askren. He is Ben Askren. But he's young and improving. Yeah. Young. You can be young and improving, but it, you, it takes time to hone those skills. It's true. I don't think he has had enough time to hone those skills. Personal. This fight's this fight's gonna show us because uh, we got Peterson, who I've watched him fight a couple times. I the one that's notable that I remember is the one versus him and Benito Lopez, who's the local guy from here, and that was a dog. Fight. And that was that was a loss, right? Split. Yeah, he lost. Benito won, yeah. but I mean, it was it was a good fight. I mean, he took some shots. He's got a chin on him. He can he can take it. And he's got decent stand-up. You know, he was kind of, he was pushing forward against Benito and c- consistently pushing forward. But where we lacked to see was his defense and grappling. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if Chase can get him to the ground, it could, could present a big problem for him. Yeah, I think I think that uh, I think that. Sorry, Benito, dude. Uh, I think that Hooper's better than Benito. And dude, okay. me and you are both Benito guys. You know, we're yeah. from fucking, we're from that area, dude. We've yeah. known Benito for a long time and watched him grow up. Uh, so I, I don't mean that disrespectfully. Benito's a stud, yeah. but um, I just don't see Peterson 
I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. I, I just don't, you know, it, I don't know. I, I got them wrong before. I got so, Hooper. so, so <laughs> you two have before. Hooper. I'm going, uh, with, uh, Peterson. Okay. Um, then we'll go because that's for the early prelims. Uh, I just don't have enough knowledge on the rest. I, I watched Chase Hooper on the contender series and then, you know, his other stuff. Yeah. Cause it's cool to see a young, like a I kid. Think they're, they're both from the contender series, right? I think so. I think Steven yeah. Peterson is, but Steven Peterson's 31. So, um, yeah, that's well, that's where he fought Benito. Oh, I gotcha. thought was, was contender series, right? Yeah, that was the fight that got Benito into the UFC for winning yeah. the contender series. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so then we uh, will move on to uh, the prelims. So first fight on the prelims is uh, Movsar Evlov, or however you pronounce that, Evloev, and then uh, Hakeem Mean Duodu. Um, I I mean, uh, Movsar is I believe he's from Russia. Yep. Um, he's undefeated, 27 years old. So young guy, uh, Hakeem Duodu, 12, one and one looks like an absolute beast. He was, he was on the newest episode of, uh, the what's, what's the series that they do up leading up to it's on YouTube, uh, UFC, God damn it. What it's the it's what they do before like they do an episode every day leading up to God damn it. I don't know. I can't even remember what it's called. Uh I, I gotta look it up right here. Hold on. Uh la, 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 la. this pissing me off, dude. So I don't I don't even know what it's called. Not, and it's like I'm complete mind blank. I'm embedded. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So UFC embedded. So he was featured on embedded. Um, but I, I really think Hakeem Duodu is gonna pull this one off. I think he's gonna hand uh, Mozart his first loss. And I think strictly because uh, Hakeem, Nigerian guy, he's gonna be looking to show out for uh, Izzy. So. That's and he 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 looks like he's in amazing shape. So, yeah, with this I, one, I just I, I just don't know enough about either guy. Like I've never seen uh, Movsar fight, so I don't know. I think that I don't think. Okay, so I've watched I've watched a couple of his fights. I don't think that he. First of all, I don't think he's looked that good. Even though he's undefeated, undefeated, he hasn't really looked amazing to me. I don't think he has very good knockout power. I think he's an old M1 guy. Um, oh, okay. Global. An, yeah, M1 like an global. M1 guy. And then uh, I think he's a Greco guy too Okay. in the Greco scene. So, like, he looks good. He's going to be in shape. Uh, I just – he doesn't have very much power, and he hasn't looked amazing. Look, fucking dude's 10-0. and 0, So, I'm not saying that he's not talented. He just no, hasn't looked four, that good. he's 14 and 0. Oh, sorry. Four, oh, is he 14? Yeah, for but he's not. He's just he hasn't looked that good. Yeah, to me, um, as where Akeem. Akeem's a fucking nightmare so far. Yeah, you know he's looked really fucking good, and he's got. I think he's got the conditioning to match, and, and he's got uh, power. And he's got fucking power, and I think that's what does it. You know, yeah. Unless unless uh, 
Evlov takes him down and, you know, wrestle fucks the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that hasn't been what he's done so far. So no. Um, I, I, I got I got a keen for sure. So do I. That's what I'm going. Uh, what are I you, agree what are with you guys. I, I'm on. Uh, I'm on Hakeem as well. Okay. Uh, the flyweight fight. Lauren Murphy, who's number three ranked in the flyweight division. Uh, number five is JoJo Calderwood. Um, we've seen. Whereas with Lauren Murphy, she's more of a wrestler, ground and pound. Um, you know, wrestle you and maintain top position. Jojo has been in some good stand-up fights uh, and she's finished girls. Um, that being said, they're both older. I think Lauren Murphy is like 33 or 34 and Jojo's 35. Lauren, Murphy's 37. 37. Okay. So, yeah. um, and the biggest thing is Lauren Murphy can't get over Caitlin Chukagian. Like Caitlin Chukagian She's not good enough to beat Valentina Shevchenko. So I don't know because they've already fought and she got absolutely dominated. But Lauren Murphy, I think she has two losses to Caitlin Shukagian. Um, and she that's one hump that she can't get over. But other than that, she's looked amazing. I think she's on a five or six fight win streak since her last loss. And she's, again, representing the 907, dude. Shout Alaska. Out. Shout out, shout out Alaska. Shout out my home state. Um, <laughs> and jo, uh, JoJo's coming off of a fight with Jessica I where she beat her. I think they fought in Abu Dhabi. And uh, Jessica I is good, but mm-hmm. I think she's kind of stepped off. Like, and well, she's I think, a gatekeeper now. Like a, yeah, you know, I think, like a I think gatekeeper. So. And I like, I really like Jessica I, but I think after she suffered that like devastating head kick from Valentina, I don't think she's ever going to be the same after that. So with, with this fight, I feel like I'm going to go with Lauren Murphy. And the reason is, is Calderwood can strike. Right. But, and we, and before I say this, I think, I know we have our outliers, right. You got fucking, you get women knock each other out. You know, obviously we it's just not seen, very common. We just seen fucking Rose head kick the fuck out yeah. of somebody. Whaley, you know what I mean? yeah. Like, like it happens, right? You know, like knockouts happen, but they're far and Amanda between. Nunes every fight, every fight, but she's she's different, right? <laughs> yeah. That bitch hits, yeah. dude. Yeah. I mean that. I mean that. I mean that in a good way. Like that woman, <laughs> fucking, she fucks people. Dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but historically, think historically, ground game is where those fights are fought and won and lost. Yeah, and I think that Murphy has that advantage, and it's not even close. She's just a better so grappler. This, in, yeah, in I think general. this goes to the ground. I think that Murphy gets the win. So do I. Isn't she a sizable height like height advantage as well? No, she's a high disadvantage, I'm pretty sure. Lauren Murphy, yeah. I think, I is think shorter. it's pretty even, right? They're like five, 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 six or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Five, okay, yeah. So Lauren she, Murphy's she five, is, four, oh, yeah. and JoJo's five, five. Okay. But Lauren Murphy has a one-and-a-half-inch reach advantage on okay. JoJo, which I think will help in grappling exchanges as well. I, I think I'm going to go with the upset here, fellas. I think I, think, uh, I honestly Calderwood. think Joe. I think Calderwood is the favorite in the fight. Is, is she? Is she? Yeah. I think so. She might be. But I think okay. it's only because her name. I I really don't think it has anything to do with, like, because when you look at the rankings, number three, uh, number Warren three Murphy's number six, three yeah. versus number yeah five or number six. She sucks. So, okay. So. Yeah, I but I'm 
I think Lauren Murphy's going to get the W personally. Okay. I just think the wrestling is in the grappling exchanges. Uh, Jojo can stand, but once she goes yeah. to the ground, what can you do off the, what are you going to do off your back or what are you going to do to get back up to your feet? If she can, if, if she can, you know, obviously if she can do what guys like Israel Adesanya do where they get taken down and they pop right back up with no damage being done, then, you know, obviously she can, she can win the fight. She just has to have good stand-up exchanges. Um, so we've got two for Lauren Murphy, myself and Jeffrey, and then here with Jojo. Yeah, I think I got Calderwood. I think her takedown f- defense is going to be enough and she'll keep it standing and, I think she's got the better stand-up. So I'm going to go with that. Every fight starts standing, and if she can keep it on the feet, then I think she has the advantage here. Okay. Uh, next one in the light heavyweight division, Eric Anders versus Darren Stewart. Uh, they fought recently. It ended in no contest due to an illegal knee. Um, and I think it was Eric Anders who need Darren Stewart illegally, if I remember correctly. Mm. Um and I honestly think Darren Stewart is going to come just based on like, I've been reading uh, like, cause I, I was thinking, I was like, you know, what is going to be like a, a big fight on this, on this uh, prelim card. And I mm-hmm. think it's going to be this one. And I think Darren Stewart's coming for the kill. Um, uh, so you got Darren Stewart on this one. I'm, I'm going with Darren Stewart. I think he, I think Eric Anders is good, but yeah. I don't think he's, also, Eric Anders is primarily a middleweight. Like he was, that's where he was started. But he's been fighting at 205 more recently. Um, okay, I'm gonna go with Darren Stewart as well. I think his, I think he's got more knockout power in his hands, and I'm gonna go with that. I'll be Darren honest. Stewart, I didn't see that last fight, and I don't know too much about these fighters. I've seen. I think I've Eric Anders him, is out of um, Alabama. And he, I don't know if he fights with any, like, I don't know if he's with like American top team or anything. I don't know. I can't remember, but I just know that from the deep South, I just know that his, uh, his nickname's your boy. And I dig that. (laughs) (laughs) It's your boy. It's your boy. I'm going with that. Uh, and then, the you know, to cap off the prelims, we've got Drew Dober versus, uh, I don't know if it's Riddle or Riddell. I think it's I think Riddle. it's Riddell. Is it Riddell? Yeah, I think Riddell. it's Riddell. I think it like reads Riddle, but uh-huh. I think it's Riddell. Well, I was stationed with a dude named I think it's Rido. Yeah, Riddell, Riddell or something. Okay. Riddell, yeah. So I this I'm is the one I'm excited for. For the I'm excited for this one, but after Islam absolutely annihilated Drew Dober, mm-hmm. same like same. I'm I'm going with Brad on this fight. I believe, I believe that as well, dude. Brad Islam, like really good. I like I like Drew. Drew I like Drew as well. I like Drew Dober. I really like him because he fights. Drew he fights at a, he's at a team elevation, right? He fights. I think he fights in. I'm not sure of his camp. I think he fights with team elevation. To yeah, I like I, Drew I, Dober. I think I like when him. Drew Dober's on, he's a force. But I think Brad's looked really good lately as well. Yeah, and he's he's a little bit younger. Um, but dude, fucking Drew Dober's. He's got a lot of fights, man. What what's his fucking yeah. record? Drew Dober is 23-10-0 with one no yeah. contest. Yeah. I think 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with Rydell, but I do like Drew Dober, man. I do like him a lot. I just think, I think Rydell's younger and he's looked good. I, I got, the, I got him. Yeah, that's how I'm going with too. All right, uh, starting off the main card, uh, we've got Jamal Hill versus Paul Craig uh, on the Embedded series. They actually got into it a little bit. Um, okay. Jamal Hill was so. Here's another thing. Jamal Hill should be nine and zero. He's got one no contest, and it's because he tested positive for marijuana after uh, one of his most recent fights. But he had—I'm pretty sure he had a TKO in that fight, and it got you know turned into a no contest because okay. of a positive marijuana test. Like okay, so like performance enhancing marijuana. Cool. Yeah. Uh. Um, so he, <laughs> but he should he should be nine and zero. He okay. he shouldn't have a loss. Uh, and then Paul Craig. Uh, out of Scotland, he's been in uh, his, his one draw was with Shogun and then they fought again. And that was, they've been in two wars. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I'm kind of like, I don't know. I'm kind of leaning towards Hill on this one because most recently Hill beat Ovin St. Prue and Ovin St. Prue, I feel like is a better fighter than Shogun. At this point, yeah. Obviously, styles make fights, but I don't see how Paul Craig going to a draw and then going to I think he had I don't know if he finished Shogun or if it was a, a decision, but like Shogun's not he's not clearly he's not the fighter he used to be, but but he's like way past where he should be. He's another guy where I'm like, dude, why don't you retire? Like you're never going to get that. Us all, man. The only guy that's an exemption is fucking Glover to share. Right. I think, um, in, I think in this one, I have, I like Paul Craig and I think his jujitsu is super underrated. He has really good jujitsu. His ground game is really good. Yeah. It's really good. I think he's a brown belt. I don't know. I think he's a brown belt. Very good jujitsu. I think he's way more experienced. Um, And I think, I think if he can get it to the ground, I, I think I think he wins the fight. I do like Jamal Hill a lot. I just I think that Paul Craig is more experienced and a more well-rounded fighter at this point. And mm-hmm. I like and Ovin St. Prue's a bad motherfucker, man, but he's not the same as he used to ex- be either. Exactly. So we're kind of splitting hairs here yeah. with the you know I, but I do think that MMA math, baby. Yeah, but I do think that Ovin St. Prue is like a tier above where where shogun yeah. is right now. it's not very much it's like you know d to c it's not like you know b to a or anything but yeah i um, yeah i just i got paul craig in this one the, i think i got I, jamal hill the only reason why is because i think jamal hill is like the in the in terms of like the shit talk that they had uh that was like during like poster signings and stuff they got into it um, I don't know if you guys have watched the most recent embedded, but I didn't um, know. So I think Jamal Hill is trying to talk him into doing a stand-up fight. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like he's like, all right, motherfucker, let's go. Like, I think it's he's trying to talk him into a stand-up fight because he knows if it goes to the ground, he's probably gonna get his ass kicked. Also, dude, I think I think that Paul Craig's nickname's the Bear Jew and yeah, it is <laughs> win. Um, all right. So two for Jamal Hill, one for Paul Craig, uh, welterweight next. We got Damian Maya versus Bilal Muhammad. Uh, Damian Maya still in the top 10 in the welterweight division. 
still. Um, yeah, recognize game recognizes game. Uh, <laughs> but people keep talking about how Damian Maya's like, I've heard in numerous podcasts, people are talking like, don't sleep on Damian Maya's boxing. I'm like, what? I don't boxing? Hear this bullshit. What I don't boxing? Hear this bullshit. Yeah. What boxing? I heard Michael Bisping say that yesterday. Don't sleep on his boxing. Don't sleep on his stand-up. Dude, he got absolutely yes, thank slept you. by Gilbert Burns. And Gilbert yes. Burns is not a stand-up fighter, but he knocked out he knocked out Damian Maya and thought, hey, I'm a stand-up fighter now, and then stood up with Kamaru. Gilbert Burns' stand-up has looked pretty good lately. Against Damian Maya. I mean <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. Who else? And uh Woodley. That's because Woodley well, wasn't throwing. Woodley would not throw. Yeah, Woodley went through that phase where he thought throwing was fucking throwing hands was against the law. Yeah. You know? He's like, <laughs> in this in this fight right here, look, this is a big fight for below. Yeah. Right? It's, it's a huge fight. Because yeah. if you want to propel yourself where you think you should be, uh, you you have to fucking, you have to beat Damian Maya. You, you fucking yeah. have to. Well, right? Like, another thing is, I, like, I don't know why they didn't run it back. Like, obviously, I don't want to see Leon Edwards versus Bilal Muhammad again. Like, I'm glad that Leon Edwards is getting a big fight, and I'm glad Nate Diaz is fighting Leon Edwards. But Bilal and Leon should have ran this shit back. Like, yeah, there's no because Leon Edwards poked him in the eyes numerous times. That's the only reason why there's a no contest on both of their records, because Leon Edwards poked him in the eyes so many times that, you know. Yeah, I just I just think that this is I mean, we can go into detail on why, but I think it's pretty apparent. I think fucking Bilal Muhammad beats the shit out of Damian Maya. I do, too. I think as long as he doesn't Damian, go to the look, ground, don't go to dude, the ground with him because yeah. Damian Maya, if you if it goes to the ground, Damian Maya always has a chance. He's the most dangerous submission yeah. specialist in you in mixed martial arts. I still think in all of mixed martial arts, he is the most dangerous uh, grappler. He's the most decorated for fucking sure. Yeah. The problem with Damian Maya is is like his jujitsu doesn't look pretty. That fucking good no. in MMA fights, and you're like, man, why the fuck doesn't it? He's so fucking good because he's controlling, like... and and it doesn't look like he's doing anything, but it's like the way his hips are positioned, or the way that he's transitioning on things to try and work. Like obviously, like you know, he's good at uh, like flowing to different things. Like he can yeah. move, go from a kimura into an armbar into a as, as long as Bilal like doesn't get fucking dicked into falling for like a fucking eminari roll or yeah. some shit like that where he he just grabs a fucking ankle or a fucking knee or something he should definitely win this fight. i think he's I gonna mean, win by I decision agree. i think it's gonna be a decision i think it's gonna be a unanimous decision for yeah. Bilal. i don't think he's gonna finish damian maya i mean damian maya's 43 years old man and he's got zero stand-up game and damian maya is the one of the fucking goats of jujitsu competitive jujitsu and shit like that but i just I don't see him winning this fight against a young and hungry Bilal Muhammad who knows he has to win this fight. Who actually looked pretty good against Leon Edwards before it got stopped. Yeah. Well, that could be I, I still think Leon but, Edwards was winning, 
Yeah, but, he was. But I. But there's no telling what could have happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. So are we all in agreement on the wall? Yes. All right. Uh, the Coco main event, the five rounder. Yo, this is the main Stock event. Stockton two hundred nine. Yeah. Stockton two hundred nine. Uh, no, I, I do have a question ATS. about this fight, real quick. You just okay. said it. Is this is the third event or the third fight of the night or whatever this on the, the, the main card? Third, the Coco the main. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So is this one actually a five round fight? It's a five rounder. They agreed okay. on it. So, a so five we have round. three five round fights this, yep. this card. Okay. This is the first was, time that, that this kind is of a changes five... my my opinion a little bit of this fight because Nate Diaz's a cardio best tool is is to tire people out you know that's his best tool and i was thinking if this is a three-round fight good luck doing that on leon edwards in three rounds you know i'll be be right back now that it's five rounds those chances go up but in my opinion i still gotta go with leon edwards i think i think he's the better all-around fighter i think what he lacks in submission game like defense or whatever that it's he's going to be fine and, and he'll 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 avoid the takedowns and i think he's got good enough stand-up and kicks and everything else to keep nate diaz from from pressure fighting him to to exhaustion i think uh right like yeah so i think diaz i think without question is going to have the gas tank right like the better yeah. gas tank it's not, i don't even yes. think that's fucking debatable at this point uh, the thing that could be troublesome for Edwards is the pace that Nate's going to put on him. We fucking know. We know what Nate's going to do, man. Nate's yeah. going to fucking throw volume punches. Nate's going to fucking, he's going to push that pace. He's going to tire you out. He's going to fucking tag you. We're not, I'm not saying Nate's going to knock you out, but he's going to fucking, he's going to hit you. Yeah. Uh, we know that he can take damage. You know, we know, it, we know that he can take damage. Me and, Chris talked about this before, but he's had fucking plastic surgery on his fucking scar tissue and shit like that to remove all that. So as long as that is not an issue, Nate Diaz stands a fucking chance. Yeah, right? I think if it goes if it goes to the ground, Nate has it. Nate that's has where I that's where I think he has the biggest advantage because Leon Edwards, like obviously, if you're a mixed martial artist, you need to have some sort of like if you're a good mixed martial artist, like if you're in the top five you should have some sort of ground game, whether it's a little or a lot, you still have something, but it doesn't change the fact that being a Caesar Gracie jujitsu black belt, there's a, that's a large gap between where Leon Edwards is at. And And we seen that come into play when he fought Connor with who everybody was saying the same thing about Leon Edwards, right? Oh, his ground game's improving. It's getting so much better. His takedown defense is so much better. Well, what that what happens is is that Nate Diaz tires you out, man, mm-hmm. and he puts that pace on you, and he fucking volume punches you into a fucking oblivion. And when you're tired, that's his opportunity to take you down and fucking yeah. strangle you. Yeah, you know. And if Leon Edwards stands a chance in this, he has to also be aggressive mm-hmm. and not let Nate pressure him into the fucking cage and not let Nate volume punch him mm-hmm. and push that pace and tire him out. So I think, look. This is a fucking toss-up for me. I know Leon, Leon Edwards is a huge favorite, right? He should be a huge yeah. favorite. But, dude, I, I think Nate Diaz can win this fucking fight. And another thing that people aren't accounting for is, yeah, Leon Edwards had that Bilal fight, but he didn't get to go deep. Mm-mm. Yeah. And he so 
your first fight back is going to be a five rounder against somebody who you fucking know has the gas tank to go five rounds who pushes that pace and do you still have that rust you know do you still have like considering it had been an extended period of time extended layoff but the thing is is nate's had a long layoff too yeah but like but that but but nate the thing with nate is it's less considerable because of the pace that he puts on you and the type of fighter that he is yeah i think for the only reason why i'm really leaning towards leon edwards is based primarily on the fact that he is a like he is a solidified 170 pounder like he is a welterweight he knows what it's like to fight against the top of the top in the 170 pound or 170 pound division. And the last loss he had was against the guy who's the champion. That was his last loss. And it's not and Kamaru won, but, and a win's a win nonetheless. But I still think that Leon has like, I, and I, I want Nate to win, but I, if we're, like I'm not picking with my heart. I'm picking with my head here, yeah. and yeah, and I'm I picking think with my heart for yeah. sure. Yeah. But I I want Nate to win, but I think Leon's gonna win because I like, and the only reason why I really want Nate to win is because in terms of like bringing eyes to the the sport, um, like Nate Nate's done that because he's been in these wars with Connor. And he's, you know, fought for the BMF belt against Jorge. And he put on a really good show against Anthony Pettis. Um, but also, I really think that if Leon, like where, where the UFC made a really good decision is a lot of people, like a lot of casual fans don't know who Leon Edwards is because he's not really a shit talker. If people know him, it's because he got that three-piece in a soda from Jorge. Nashua, yeah. yeah. And that was backstage. So if he ends up beating Nate, this will propel him in terms of like casual fans will not just be uh, like people will know who he is. If he puts on a really good performance against Nate and it's not like boring as shit, then people will be like, they'll respect him and he will gain a bigger following from that. There's a lot of pressure on Leon Edwards because if he loses this fight, you're not not going to get him. It's not a good look, right? But because this isn't a big fight for Nate, dude, because Nate sells tickets, so Nate's gonna get another fight. Y'all selling wolf one. tickets, yeah, you know, <laughs> wolf tickets. He's, he's gonna get another fight, a good, another good fight if he if he loses this, mm-hmm. simply because he's a sell. But if Leon Edwards loses to Nate Diaz, fuck, who you fight next, man? Where are you gonna be in the rankings? You know, what Michael is he Chiesa. Right now? What is he four? Uh, I think he's three. Three? Yeah, I think he's three. Yeah, because you know, he's so, he's beat it's uh Kamaru, Colby, Gilbert, Leon. I think that's right, that's about right. I think I do think that Leon Leon probably wins, but there's a lot of fucking pressure on him right now. I think I think this is a big fight for him. I think because it's a and I, you know, I, I had to go deal with something real quick. I think I thought somebody was outside my door because I got a notification that my front door, like. Somebody, somebody was at my front door. That's what yeah. I got a notification of. So I had to leave. But uh, the biggest thing that is a it benefits Nate is it's a five round fight. Yeah, that's the biggest beneficial factor for Nate because we don't know 
what's going to happen because Leon's good stand-up. He has good stand-up. But but what's but it's fucking hard to knock out Nate Diaz. Yeah, like, like you know what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I think only Josh Thompson is the only person that's finished him. Finished think, him like that, yeah. Head and kick. if he and yeah. and if we, and you know, let's just go out on a limb here and say we don't have to worry about him uh, getting cut up and shit anymore. You know what I mean? Well, that, like, I, on that one side, I of still don't face. believe that. But yeah, right. But, well, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying if if that's not a problem anymore. Good fucking luck, Leon Edwards, dude, going yeah. five rounds with fucking Nate Diaz. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, it sounds like you guys are both going Nate. No, I'm going to go with Leon. I'm going with Leon. I'm I think he's Leon. I think he's got the better overall stand-up game. He's got the kicks. He's got hands. And he hasn't been in as many wars. Yeah. I think he's got speed. I think he's got the great takedown defense. I think he's got everything that he needs to beat Diaz. It's just going to be a matter of his cardio and if he can keep it up. And I think that he will be able to keep up his cardio. So do I. I mean, if he didn't, if he wasn't confident in that, he wouldn't have accepted a five round fight because it's not for a title. Yes. So I, that's why I think he's confident in his abilities and or like in staying in the fight for five whole rounds, you know, for 25 minutes, because if you weren't confident in that ability and it wasn't for a title fight, then you wouldn't accept it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I definitely talked myself into Nate Diaz, and now I got to yeah. stick with it, you know. But <laughs> yeah. Leon yeah. Edwards should win this fight. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, our co-main event: uh, Davison Figueredo, the champion of flyweight versus Brandon Moreno. They're coming off of a uh, fight of the year uh, candidate. It might have even won fight of the year. Uh, <laughs> and the craziest thing about this is they both fought on the same card. Uh, and it was in November, I think. And then 21 days, they were on the same card. And then 21 days later, they're headlining uh, a card at the Apex together. Uh, and they put on a, an amazing performance like that on 21 days notice, you know. So both of them were in a short, uh, you know, like a, you know, short notice fight and put on that good of a performance. Uh Obviously, Davison, uh, I think he kicked him or he kneed him in the nuts and he got deducted a point. So, and honestly, it was that was the first time it happened. So, I don't know why it wasn't a warning. Like, he automatically got deducted a point. So, I my thought process is, you know, Davison won that first fight. It wasn't a draw. Davison, Davison did win, but both of them were on a full fight camp. And I really like. I'm going upset here. I'm going Brandon Moreno. All right. And and my thing is, is you look at, uh, like I mean, Davison didn't make weight for the original title fight against Joseph Benavides, not uh, knocked him out. Then they made he made weight, and they fought again, and then he, you know, almost knocked him out, but then submitted him and put Joseph Benavides to sleep. And then he fought was Alex Perez or some guy, and he he submitted him in like a minute and a half or two minutes. So I don't really, and that's the problem with some of these divisions is they're not deep. You got got one and two. It's kind of like how it was like Demetrius Johnson versus yeah. Ian McCall for a long time. 
like those were the two guys in the flyweight division when it first became a thing. Yeah, Uncle Creepy. Look at Trenton. That's his Uncle Creepy. <laughs> that guy was my he was my dude for a while, man. Yeah, yeah. creepy. Um, and then who I think beat Mighty Mouse in that fight. I do too. I do too. <laughs> Same, but it doesn't change the fact that Mighty Mouse is considered one of the goats, and oh, Ian yeah. McCall went on like a six or seven fight losing streak. Yeah, well, Mighty Mouse. <laughs> yeah, those like, back issues though, right? Uh, he had head issues. Baby. He had like CT issues. I thought he had like really bad back issues and shit like that too. Yeah, I don't think his knees or something. Or maybe yeah. knees, yeah, something like that. His whole fucking body. Yeah, his mustache, it was his mustache. That, it was the mustache. That wrestling, that wrestling man, yeah. takes a toll um, on the body. So that and that's where I think the problem lies in terms of like because I think it's Davis and Figueredo and Brandon Moreno. Those are the top two guys. In the division, and I don't really think there's anybody else because obviously Henry Cejudo's not fighting. But dude, I think Henry Cejudo would absolutely put it on Davis and Figueredo. I think Henry Cejudo would annihilate Davis and Figueredo. Yeah. But in this fight, I'm, I'm going upset. I'm going Brandon Moreno. I'm going with that Mexican spirit. They're fighting in Arizona. They're right there. And yesterday during the press conference, people were you know, going loud for Brandon Moreno. They were loud for Nate Diaz. So I think with, you know, crowds being back, I think Brandon Moreno will really rally around that. And I think he'll pull off the upset. I think that he's the bigger fighter, you know, not by much, but he's the bigger fighter. I think, look, that first one was dope. You know, like that shit was fucking, fuck yeah. That shit was awesome. I think Moreno's gotten a lot better, right? But he's had some dirty losses too. You know, where you look at you look at Figueroa, like who was his loss to? I can't remember. Who the fuck was his loss I don't to? I don't even I don't even remember. But but Moreno's had some fucking losses where you're like, God damn, dude. Yeah, you know, but like, the thing this is the thing that he did that was correct. He he went on our two or three fight skid in the UFC because he was on tough. He was on the ultimate fighter. And he basically signed a contract right out of the ultimate fighter house. And yeah. then he went, he lost like two or three fights left, went to LFA, I think, and uh, won the flyweight title there, then got re-signed and he's done all the right things. It's kind of like rumble rumble gets cut. Yeah. Yeah. Rumble goes to world series of fighting, goes on this amazing streak. Once, you know, knocks the fuck out of Andre Orlovsky. Uh, Breaks and, his jaw. Yeah. And does like, he, he just kills it. And sometimes all you need is a reset. Sometimes all you need is to, you know, realize like, you know what? I didn't realize how good I had it or, you know, what it's like to be in a top tier organization. And then you get that hunger back and you come back and you continue to perform really good. Another thing, Brandon Moreno is uh, like, I think both in terms of both of them have only been in one war really. And it was against each other. Um, yeah, I just but, think I think I think I think Davison, I think Davison takes this. I do. I do. I, I, I agree. I think he I takes think Figueredo. So I think the question is, does he finish or does he? Because he keeps saying that he's going to finish. He's going to here, finish Brandon Moreno. Look, here, here's so. the deal: at 125 pounds, at 125 Anything's pounds, possible. I would never bet. I would never bet against somebody knocking somebody out. I just don't because. Again, when we talked about the woman's, you know, fight, uh, like just historically, you know, like they don't have that power like that. You know what I mean? 
So I think Figueroa does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I, I don't think he's going to knock him out. I think it goes distance. Um, I think this Moreno's fight is going to be, here. I think this is going to be the underwhelming fight on the card. I think because they were in a, a, a war right. the first time, I think that this one, they're going to spend the whole first round trying to figure out, like they're going to be trying to time each other. So yeah. that, I think, I think, I think this time around, Figueredo finishes him in the second TKO. Woo. Woo. There you go. I think, I think Brandon Moreno wins by split decision. Okay. And I honestly think it's going to be only because he does enough in terms of like he's going to control the center of the octagon and he's going to do enough to win, but obviously it's going to be controversial. And then they're going to have to do a third fight because that's really the only fight to do in that division. Who else? Why the fuck would you do anybody else? Because it's just hard. It's hard to win a decision against the champ if you're not dominating. Yeah. But the thing is, is that they're not fighting in Brazil. They're fighting in Arizona, which is close to Mexico. And he's from Tijuana. So I I think the crowd really does matter because these judges suck. Yeah, you're fucking right. So this it's yeah. Um, So I think Brandon Moreno, you guys think Davison trend saying finish in the second you're saying, are you saying unanimous decision, Jeffrey? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Then our main event, we've got Israel Adesanya versus Marvin Vittori. Um, Obviously Marvin's last loss was against Izzy. Uh, Izzy's last loss was in his last fight, but that was because he went up to 205 to fight Jan, lost. And really, like, I the way that the commentators were announced, like, the way that they were commentating the fight, they made it sound like Izzy was in control of that fight. But if you, like, if I were to watch that fight with no commentary on, I, like, it's a it, unanimous decision, no doubt. The whole fight, Jan dominated that fight. I, and, yeah, I, yeah. And this is where I think Marvin has to. He has to do exactly what Jan did. Where the mistake that Marvin made in the first fight was he took him down so close to the cage that he could crawl his way back up the cage and get up. So he wasn't able to really control and dominate on the ground because he took him down so close to the cage that he was able to get up. No damage was done. Marvin didn't do any damage. I think Vittori has a fucking good chance to win this. Um, obviously, both of them are fucking studs, and Izzy's a fucking animal, dude. He's so good and so smooth and so unorthodox that it just makes it – it makes him a fucking nightmare to handle. Um, the one thing that I, I – que- that that's more than skills to me, like I almost question like mental makeup. Yeah. more than anything right because that's such a huge part of fucking fighting and i know that izzy said that he's good and he's he learned he's learning from it and you know it's he's gonna get better but how does he come back from that fucking loss you know like how yeah. does how does he come back from that um does he have the same confidence and the same exactly. aura on him that he had exactly himself, because you know because he before, is before that godly loss, he confidence was, in himself he, before that he was fucking he was a myth you know, yeah, he was yeah. fucking starching motherfuckers. But I don't think now I don't, Marvin's got a blueprint. Yeah, Marvin has a blueprint, but they fought three years ago. They both have changed yeah. so drastically. Like Marvin is a better striker now than he was three years ago. 
Marvin has yes. way better wrestling. That being said, he wrestled Kevin Holland, who has no fucking wrestling defense, period. Uh, that's the whole reason why Kevin went to a, uh, AKA to train, yeah. because DC was like, dude, you're good. You just have no wrestling. Yeah. Do you think Vittori can keep up for five rounds? No, he gassed out I don't the think first so. fucking round. He that's gassed. what I'm saying. He's, that's he's, what I'm saying. He is too – that's the problem with guys like – Obviously, if you're in shape, Heavily muscular. <laughs> like look at Nate Diaz. He's he's skinny fat, but yeah. him being skinny fat, he's all he doesn't have to worry about that blood flow to being shredded, like being muscular. Guys like Paulo Costa gas out because they're so fucking big. Yeah, I and, think. I mean, look, dude, and he's got a what is it six inch reach advantage yeah. and is four inches. Yeah. Six inches reach and four inches height. Uh, that's going to be – that's – But the thing is, is Marvin is – Marvin likes to be in dirty boxing range. I know he yeah. does. But what I – this is where I think – like, I honestly – I think Izzy's going to win. I think Izzy's going to annihilate him. But obviously, mm-hmm. it's just like any other fight. It There's so many variables that can go into any fight – um, this one for me is, I think Izzy's going to do what he's done recently and he's going to pick apart the legs from the outside. I think he's going to kick the out, I, that outside leg kick, the calf kick. Those are going to be instrumental in this fight because if Marvin Vittori can't get in that inside range and do some dirty boxing on the inside, he's not going to win. Yeah. And he's not going to be able to get close enough to do a takedown unless he catches a kick. But Izzy's kicks are so good and too quick. Not only that, if, you know, if Vittori wants to get inside and that's fine, but good luck getting inside and actually striking with that. Or man, doing damage. With that height, with that height advantage. You know, yeah. you're swinging fucking up, dude. You know, you're not yeah. fucking, you want to do this dirty boxing and throw elbows and shit. That's not possible at four inches of, with. I mean, it's possible, but it's fucking much more difficult yeah. with that height, that height advantage, you know? So it's, I think everything on all signs point to Izzy fucking taking this out and kicking the fucking shit out of him. Um, and to be completely honest, like this fight shouldn't be close. No, I think, but that's a, this is another thing that I have kind of an issue with is like, I want Izzy to have an amazing performance, but I don't think he's going to finish Marvin Vittori either. I think he's just going to do enough to – I think it's going to be a unanimous decision. It's going to be enough to obviously be like, you know, this is over. 4-1, 5-0? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. I think think Israel Adesanya, if – we all know MMA math is a little sketchy, but if you look at his competition and who he's fought recently and the the line of killers that he's competed against, his skill level has improved so much from the first time that they fought. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Marvin's Vittori's gotten better, but he hasn't faced that much better of competition since then. No. The best guy Marvin Vittori has fought is Israel Adesanya. I know. And Israel Adesanya has fought in people better than Marvin Vittori. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I think I think, I think Izzy should Good. come away with this. And I think again, I would predict probably a second or third round TKO. I think he I think he does finish Marvin this time. I think Marvin's going to have a hard time getting in close, getting him against the cage for takedowns. And I think he's going to get lit up. I, my thing is, is like, I haven't 
like the thing that Marvin Vittori has been saying is he's like, you know, it's been like three years to the day since we last fought. We last fought in this arena three years ago. And he's like, it's destiny. It's destiny. And it's like, you know, maybe if you have that much belief or self-belief and that Kings MMA is a good gym. Like you look at the guys that are there, like, I mean, Kevin Gastelum, he, he's a teammate of Marvin Vittori's. And that's another thing that I think a lot of people aren't talking about is the fact that Kelvin Gastelum knows what it takes to beat Israel out of Sonny because he was right there. He almost did it. He just, you know, took a lot of damage in that last round. And that's what separated, you know, that fight was that he got dropped twice in the last round. Yeah. Just, but the thing is like with Marvin, it's like to say that it's destiny is one thing, you know, to go out there and earn that shit and put it on him. Something totally different, man. But if Marvin Vittori can do what Jan did, because they both have like, they're not, it's not like they're known for their, for their superior grappling skills. Jan is not. Jan is a very good striker. Marvin's not a very good striker. He's a good grappler. So if Marvin takes him down and does what Jan did and is able to keep him down and do enough, like in terms of ground and pound, transitions on the ground, uh, put him in dangerous positions where, you know, like taking the back or uh, just landing good shots. If he can like split Israel open and like, you know what, like I'm coming, I'm dead serious. Like if he puts it on him right off the bat, if he doesn't, cause that's how you, you can tell in a fight. Like if, if he's game, he's going to go forward. Like yeah. Marvin's going to put the pressure on Izzy and make Izzy fight off his back foot. I think but we'll does, be able to tell this does, early. Yeah. We'll be able to tell early. Does, does Izzy keep him at distance, throw leg kicks, throw front kicks, uh-huh. you know, uh, use his jab correctly. If, if, Look, he needs to be if, a distance fighter. He needs to do a karate style. And yo, if and if point. Marvin can get inside and take him down, all right. You know, now we're now we're 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 talking something else. But that's a tall task. Is he? Yes, is he yeah. takedown defense pretty fucking good? And not only that, if Marvin can get him and take him down, can he keep it up for five rounds? Because we know that Izzy can take it for five rounds because Jan did it to him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that was another thing that I like people who haven't wrestled, they don't understand what it's like to hold somebody down and how tiring it is. It's so much easier to fight off your back than it is to maintain that top position and keep somebody down. Because as soon as, if you get in a position where somebody's literally just bridging the entire time and you're, you spend all your fucking time trying to get that pin and trying to maintain that top position, your arms are tired, your legs are tired, you're breathing heavy. You're look, there's yeah, there's a there's exhaustion for both. Yeah, and not only that, there's a difference between being on top and being able to to keep pressure. Right, yeah. fucking yeah. totally different. Dude. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking, there's people that are on top and you can move and you you might not get away, but are you feeling that pressure? You know, mm-hmm. are you is it restricting your breathing? Is it restricting your fucking movement? Are you know like all those things. I just don't think it can happen to Izzy. I think he's too fucking lanky. I think he's too good. He's he's too unorthodox to keep track of. In order to take somebody down and stuff, you know, you got to throw a couple counters and you have to understand 
when their punches are coming and when to, when to shoot and when, you know, he's too unorthodox. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I think, I think he, either way, knockout or, or uh, uh, decision, it's convincing to me. I yeah. Think gonna be- and so here's another thing that I'm having problems with is because we see what Kamaru just did to Jorge and we see what a guy who's primarily a grappler who does a lot of stuff like fucking foot stomps and working in the dirty boxing range and doing body punches and elbows. And like he, he, all he needed was one training camp from that, you know, and he was able to absolutely starch Jorge, but he's primarily a grappler. So there's no telling because we haven't really seen this we haven't seen this fight in three years so we don't know what to expect out of either guy because we didn't get to really see a whole lot out of israel israel against yawn like in the grand scheme of things we didn't really see anything except for what we normally see which is leg kicks and some some counter punches but nothing that was really hard enough that would put yawn away another thing that goes in izzy's favor too is Bro, he just dealt with a big fucking fighter, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, I guarantee you. Fighter, I bet you, Jan was probably about two twenty five or two thirty. At yeah, with yeah, when they he's a got in there, big fucking boy, man. You know, so it. Polish I just power, feel. Dude. I feel. Yeah, I just feel like for Marvin, everything, everything works against him. You know, like anything that he can do, Jan can do better. Yeah, yeah. That's so, that's a valid point. And you know, Jan's striking is way better. Yeah, so yeah. I just think that I just think that, and that taught us that Izzy, Izzy's chin close. isn't as suspect as people were led to believe because of that knockout floating around the internet and in kickboxing when Izzy got knocked out. Yeah, but because he took Jan's punches, and that dude puts people to sleep. No, he put you know I mean? Luke Rockhold to sleep. Well, <laughs> he also puts Luke to sleep. <laughs> yeah, he's he's put he put Dominic Reyes out, broke his fucking face up, so. I mean, he's a big guy too, and and Izzy, Izzy was able to keep keep his head on his shoulders, you know. So and there were some clean shots landed. He didn't go to sleep. Yeah. So I, I was suspect of Izzy's chin a little bit. I was a little bit worried. I, I don't have any worries for it anymore. Like I don't think Marvin Vittori is the guy that's going to KO Izzy in the in the cage. No. But, but I, I've been wrong before. But I just think the odds are. I'll be honest. I I never would have thought in my wildest dreams that I'd ever see Kamaru Usman knock out Jorge. So. I could see it coming, yeah. dude. Kamaru Usman still hits hard. No, he hits hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he broke, he broke, he broke Colby's jaw. Yeah, but it, yeah. Um, I don't. Okay, d- so I, I think, dude, I wasn't the hugest Kamaru fan. I, I don't doubt I, that. Man I am anymore. now. I am yeah, now. I don't, I don't doubt that man at all anymore. I think he is one of the goats, like of the of the welterweight division. Yeah. All right, so we're all in agreement on Izzy. Yeah. I think so. I mean, obviously, I said some other things that were sounded like I was might be going for Vittori. I just think, Hey, we're just trying to convince an argument here, you know? Yeah. Well, we're, and uh, of course, everything that we have is opinion based because we're not, we're not professional fighters. We're not in training camps. You just put an asterisk next to it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) These are the opinions of fucking morons. These are the opinions of three (laughs) dumbasses. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, the next big pay-per-view that we have is UFC 264, which is headlined by Dustin and Connor. But 
like I'll, I'll just read off some of the fights here that are scheduled for this card. And I think for a pay-per-view card of this magnitude, it's a trilogy fight. We've got one finish each per guy. And this is the card that they built around it. The co-main event, tied to Ivasa versus Greg Hardy. Before that, Gilbert Burns versus Stephen Thompson. That's a good fight. I like that fight. Yeah, I, like I like that, that fight. fight. Irene Aldana versus Yana Kunitskaya. Sean O'Malley versus Luis Smolka. Nico Price versus Michael Pereira. Sean Brady versus Kevin Lee. Uh, Trevin Giles versus Driscus Duplessis. Uh, let's just say it. They don't have like, to stack this card because they know it's going to sell because it's Connor yep. and Fat. Yeah, and right there. But, That's exactly what it is. But <laughs> why, my, yeah, like there's, I literally, like, I don't even know because some of these guys, like Sean O'Malley fighting Luis Smolka, Sean O'Malley isn't, he doesn't gain anything by fighting Luis Smolka. Like Luis Smolka is not, he's not even close to top tier. It's just because O'Malley's a gangster, and they want to give him a fucking tune-up fight. Yeah, but he just knocked the fuck they, out they, of they, Thomas Almeida. Yeah. They really need to. They really need to put Sean O'Malley and Cody Garbrandt because they talk shit to each other all the time. Now, do I think Sean O'Malley is on that level yet? I'm not fucking sure. But yeah, but Cody Garbrandt just I'd got like to worked see. by Rob Fong. Yeah, but did, Cody Garbrandt can knock your fucking face off, dude. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> why, that's why with all their beef and all their shit talking because of the, the night they had two KOs a P or a KO mm-hmm. piece, and whose was better and all that shit. I want to see the fight. Now, I still I think, think he's I still yet? think Sean O'Malley know. had the better knockout <laughs> on Eddie Wineland. I mean, Garbrandt's fucking that was yeah. pretty dope, dude. Yeah, no, it was no, it was your guys' California bias is really showing. Dude, I'm in Montana right now. I'm a fucking Valley guy, dude. I'm just being a smart ass. Um, I got a hard out in like five minutes, fellas. Okay. Uh, I I, take my kid to the park. The main, the main thing that I wanted to say, just and this is the last thing on my board too, was I don't think that that card is like if the co-main event features Greg Hardy, that's a problem. Right. Yeah. Same. Like, there's no reason why Gilbert and Wonder Boy should not be that coming event. They're the way reason, more. Yeah. Like they have way more. Uh, Street I guess, cred, more bro. of a name. Yeah. More yeah. like, I don't want to watch Greg Hardy fight. He sucks. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, I would never say that to his face because he killed me. <laughs> but That's scary. But but he's a prince of war, dude. Self-proclaimed nickname, <laughs> the Prince of War. Oh. So, but Tai Tuivasa is good. I like Tai Tuivasa, but I don't want to see them in the co-main event of that card. Yeah. And I don't want to like and Kevin. This is Lee, a, this is a fight night caliber card, but with Connor and Dustin on it, so it sells. That's the, that, and that's the only thing that's really gonna do. Yeah. Like that's the only saving grace on that card. Also, I think they're mistaken too because I don't think Connor has the pool that he wants to. No, so no. You know what I mean? It's still it's still gonna be it's still gonna be a big pay per view, but it's not the numbers that it once was. No, by far, especially if you don't stack it. Those other cards back in the day had good fights on them. You know what I mean? Good fighters. That's another reason why those pay per views sold so much. Yeah, it was to see Connor win or lose or whatever, but also they had good fights on it. 
Yeah. This one is just going to do this. This one's probably going to be a slightly above average pay-per-view purchase and that's it yeah. because of the card is not that great. Yeah. Agreed. All right, boys. Well, we've been talking for well over, you know, almost two and a half hours. So sweet. Well, I think. Yeah. So well, um, let's do it again for the next one. Yeah, baby. Well, uh, I, I'm thinking maybe uh, Sunday or Monday. We, if you guys want to get back together, we'll, just talk about the pay-per-view card if you guys want. Um, yeah, I'm down. Cool. And then, uh, yeah, so those are our picks. I think uh, it'll be a good good night of fights tomorrow. And then uh, we'll come back together on Sunday or Monday and talk about it. Sounds good, Sounds dude. Good. Appreciate All right. it. All right. All right. You guys have a good day. Talk to you later. Until then, lay and pray, baby. Yeah, lay and pray. Yay. All right. See you guys. Later.